just make sure it's all tucked. Hey, Internet, my name's Todd. Thanks for joining us. We are playing some Dungeons & Dragons tonight, so yeah. Um, one of the things we do, though, is we take viewer suggestions. So if you're watching in chat, uh, please come at us. Uh, we're on an ongoing campaign called Morally Ambiguous currently, uh, although it's Ambiguously Moral. It's the flip side campaign because we... Why? Why be something simple? So, yes, I'm going to be DMing. Uh, we also have a bunch of other stuff. We'll bring you up to speed on what's happened in the campaign so far, at least enough to know. Um, and I'll introduce around the table. I also want to mention, I want this out of my house. No, 401 Games is great. Oh, apparently I'm Chroma King. Look at that. Uh, 401 Games, great Toronto store. Uh, also, Spielhouse, great Toronto game store. But I want this out of my house. So this is the extra. Now I'm gonna have to sanitize it. It's still wrapped in plastic. Uh, this is a Shadowrun box set that has been up for a giveaway for weeks. So honestly, I just wanna I just wanna give this away. Even if you're not gonna play Shadowrun six, uh, I'm thinking of sticking with five myself. Although I wanna give six a shot. But this box set is really good for other things too. Like this is from mine because I bought two of these. Uh, they've got really cool Shadowrun dice that you want. There's a map. There's some great cards and stuff. So if you're interested, you can get, the, uh, get in for the giveaway on this. Uh, and I'm even opening this up to the other players at this point. Like pretty much anybody <laughs> anybody who wants this, uh, get your name in a draw. Um, just say Umbra de Sera. I'll even stop there. <laughs> Umbra de Sera. Oh, there you go. Hold on. Uh, let's jump over to uh, who said that. I heard somebody say it. I did. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay, so Bella's in the draw, and uh, we'll get any other viewers who want to get in on this draw. We'll get your names in. You can win this. I'll ship it to you. You can have something new to read while you're locked in your apartments. Um, or yeah, I'm not sure how many how many we've received so far. I do know that I was personally added on Twitter by Stormbreaker, hey. and they did an amazing rendition. Awesome. Props so we'll, to them. Absolutely. Um, so we'll get them into the uh, into the draw. So, Belly, you have some competition. Uh, anybody else who wants in on it, uh, Darcy, if you want in on it, you've said it a bazillion times. So yeah, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm. Uh, it used to be like, oh, running. you're at the table, so it kind of, it's cheating. I don't care at this point. I just want it out of my tiny little desk area. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that. We we'll should. prop that again at, <laughs> at the break. But if anybody wants that, uh, Gemini. Uh, you turned it down at one point, I think. I see you in chat there. Thanks, Gemini. Um, but even just these alone are worth it because they've got the lovely uh, ram's horn uh, shadow run whenever there's a hit. I don't know if you can see that. That's what I want. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I can uh, give you a few of mine. And I do want to play some more shadow run at some point. Now, we're going to go around uh, the table and introduce everybody. Uh, obviously, I've been chatting away, so uh, let's let's start off with Darcy there, just because you're you're sitting there and you're part of this uh, the giveaway and the and the art and everything. So go ahead, take it away. Hey, I'm Darcy. Find me at Twitch.tv/DarcyBits. That's D-A-R-C-Y-B-I-T-S. Um, my links are there. I do art and stuff. 
This is the only stream thing I'm doing right now. Huzzah! <laughs> I play Felicia the Tonder right now, but I've also been dabbling in other NPCs, which has been a blast. Yeah, actually, oh, for some reason the um, the time lapse video is not playing on the Instagram feed that I'm showing on stream right now, but we'll take a look at that a little bit later on. Uh, we've also got, let's go around the horn and uh, let's check in with Jay and Bella. So take it away, Jay. Hey guys, I'm Jason and I'm here and I'll be playing the badass fop Archibald Cunningham. He's a wig wearing, lilac long coat wearing, duelist badass who just got Tavern Brother, by the way. So I'll be breaking some more shit up. Punching and stabbing. That's awesome. I haven't been painting minis, but I'm going to, I just ordered some new minis. So I'm going to be painting some minis online and posting my progress at Sylvester Deadleaf Minis. Absolutely. You can Graham. see it on the stream there. And uh, yeah, contact him if you ever want some, some help painting minis. He's he's good. He's done all my minis. So. Come on the journey. Come see what I do. Yeah, man. Actually, we originally had some dice. And... get better. Oh, no. Something happened. The camera feed went funny. Damn it. Wow. Yeah, that's bound to happen. Ain't that always the way. All right, so we'll fix that in a minute. Uh, I also want to talk about... I hope I don't uh, flash, flash yourself all over the uh, internet. But we've got a couple players who aren't with us tonight, not quite yet. Uh, and we've also got a new player joining us today who hasn't been on this particular campaign. Uh, I'm just trying to find your little thingy. I think uh, that'll do it. So um, is is he even here, or did he drop? Who me? Oh. There, you you draw. I I can hear you. But I can't see you. It's freaking me out, man. Oh, so, I thought I had a, I thought I had an image up. I you do, so. but I, I I messed up and put the wrong thing. So just uh, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself, Brendan. Take it away. All right. Well, um, actually, I thought that I might introduce myself in character when uh, the the party stumbles across me. I understood that there's going to be some kind of a meet and greet at that point, but uh, um, I'm dropping in. I'm eager to play. Uh, it's been a while actually since I've played uh, D and D, and I'm just remembering how uh, um, how extensive some of the rules are. But uh, I think I'm up to speed, so uh, it should be fun. That's right. I'm actually. Uh, yeah, do you yeah. mind if I shout out the other thing that you do uh, about the, uh, the the text game? Sure. So why don't you just uh, tell us about uh, the other thing that is the online thing? We do a lot of play by post gaming. Uh, and uh, you know we, we, we do it on our phones. We we're posting. We're constantly playing via text, uh, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. We've, uh, we've been doing it for years, and uh, uh, and and I think it's a it's a real art form to, uh, to 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 GM or DM games via text, and uh, and I think that uh, um, it allows people to uh, to really develop their characters quite a bit uh, over time with description and so on. But um, it takes some of the acting and the improvisation out of it. Uh, so it's a, it's a different sport, um, but uh, you know I like them both. Absolutely, and it's it definitely works on those writing skills and crafting of a story. So it's it's a lot of fun. They're, you've done a great job with that. So uh, I've been lucky to get into some of those games, not all, because I uh, sometimes have trouble catching up with a two hundred stream, uh, two hundred text uh, <laughs> chat stream. Uh, time is finite, right? 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. Although it's funny because people right now are finding themselves either with a lot more time or a lot less time. And yeah. nobody has the same amount of time as they used to. At least nobody I've met. So I'm just, I'm almost done fixing some of these images and then we'll be able to get, get going. Sorry about this work. We're just holding pattern. We'll go back to that uh, Instagram thing for a second. Um, do, 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 just about there. Oh, does somebody want to introduce uh, Ben Coombe? I can. Sure. And I'll introduce myself at the same oh, time. Yes, I'm sorry. I can actually put that up on the, there. The, your camera was kind of messed, but now it's all fixed. So go ahead. Oh. Bella, take it away. So, hello, I'm Bella, and uh, I am playing Dormita, your unfriendly neighborhood gloomstalker ranger. Um, we're finding out some pretty cool stuff about her over the last little while, and um yeah, we're finding out why she is part of a morally ambiguous group. Absolutely. So that's Darmita. And then there's Ben Coombe, who I'm not going to torture you and do. Oh, the voice was the best part last time. Come on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm Ben Coombe, and I'm a, a Goliath Barbarian. And um, not so smart, but uh, I got a big heart. And uh, yeah, I like to kill shit. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. And I've got this cool little chain. Nice. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah, Darcy, we got to add that chain to the image. Yeah, when I initially drew it, I didn't. I, would, I drew it before it was like live, like we knew. But it, that since we had pre-recorded that one, it wasn't broadcast live. I didn't want to include it in the picture, so I instead just indicated it via the um, the arm tattoos. Oh, nice, nice, nice. That's why they're drawn like uh, sort of spiky thorns. Absolutely, that's the intent. All right, so uh, we are picking up. Yes, I'm the last one. Oh yeah, Gord, there you are. Sorry, oh, hey. I, I don't have you on my my feed right now. It's kind of throwing me. No worries. No Take worries. Uh, hi, I'm Gordon. I've uh, been playing this campaign since episode one, and I'm playing Fenris, a shadow sorcerer, uh, with the haunted one background. He, he's been hunted all his life by uh, these knights, uh, the Knights of Pelor. Um, he's really a, a pacifistic guy by nature. He just finds himself in these situations where he's forced to either flee or defend himself, and... Uh, commit certain morally ambiguous things in the name of survival you know like cold-hearted murder well you've had a little encouragement. there was nothing cold about that there was nothing cold about that <laughs> it, it was it was thoughtful and warm i could kill this guy or i could leave eh, i might as well kill him why not murder. i got fireball i might as well use it murder hero all right so we will be um finding it a bit more as we dive in. He was a Cambian. He was a Cambian. <laughs> He's allowed to... Be... If you're half demon, you die. This is what I learned from watching Buffy. Sorry, Balhazer. Yeah, sorry. Oh, right. Oh. No. 
too soon. <laughs> oh yeah, if you're a redskin tiefling. This could be real short game for you. Just saying. All right, but he looks so cool. Look at him. He does. He looks awesome. All right. I'm so sorry. I'm like I'm too proud of myself. I really like that one. It's a fun one. Fling. Uh, they are not. They are not by evil. Yeah, I know. They're not. Tech- how often do we judge people on their looks in this game? Like all the time. <laughs> As somebody who quite often plays tiefling. We are misunderstood. Yeah. Yes. Because you look like demons. <laughs> You're not. I didn't say you were. Did you look like them? Look like demons, sound like demons, everything. So it's a it's a rough gig. If it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck. Anyway, um, let's bring everybody a little bit up to speed. So essentially... Oh boy, how far back to go. Um, this is a world based loosely on Matthew Mercer's um, Wild Mount campaign. Uh, I don't have the book, so I make stuff up, so it's kind of gone off on my own. It's its own little empire, and they've been clamping down on every other religion except this one particular brand of Pelor worship. And in fact, it's even gone a little bit insane beyond that. They've been locking up the the hierarchy uh, of, the, of the actual Pelor people, and instead they are following something called the Eye of Pelor. And this has led to all kinds of repression. They've been filling up their prison even more than usual lately. So the prisons have been full. There have been gangs of knights of, of Pelor rounding up anyone who crosses them, and then even just some more. Like, it's particularly... Um, you know, repressive at the moment. So if in any way you find yourself on the other side of of these people, they will lock you up. And that is what leads you guys to a prison. Uh, Sarah Telborn, uh, an ally of yours who happens to run a local brigade, uh, brigand, not brigade, brigand. Uh, brigand brigade. Brigand brigade. Uh, in, in the local woods here, has asked you for a favor and has asked you to help her free her father. Last time she heard he was locked up in a prison uh, and she's requesting that you guys go and rescue him. You got in disguise, uh, most of you being able to disguise yourselves and you entered the prison without too much trouble. Uh, Ended up in an impromptu interview with the warden where things went a little bit sideways although you didn't know that. She rolled two nat 20s in a row and yeah so that the jig is up um so you guys were led to a room an interrogation room down below and found yourselves waiting there a little bit too long for comfort at which point um i believe fenris started casting fireball like it was going out of style is that am i remembering that correctly (laughs) No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I, it differently. I, I remember it differently. I, remember... I was casting the spell as if it was really in style. Subtle I, difference. I remember Miranda and this knight trying to mess with us and lead us into a trap, and we found that out, and I held them. 
That's right. That's right. You were a little more subtle to begin with. I um, was definitely more subtle to begin with. It was only after the jig was up that I started throwing fireballs like it, I was going out of business. As it should be. As it should be. Oh, hey, Gemini. I still haven't fixed that I chat just that we got to escape on the wagon. We can't leave this, this wagon behind. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Jay has been very attached to his fancy, you know, black lacquered fancy wagon of the of this mad, not magistrate, but a lieutenant of the Eye of Pelor has been rolling around town in that stolen wagon for a little while. So you guys had that. You had disguises uh, as the local kind of interrogator and uh, some nobles and some other guards. And you ended up going into the prison. This is a perfect time for me to mention Gemini Twin. Thanks very much for posting. He's always... Um, but yes, most groups do try to stay out of prison. This group breaks in. Uh, and we'll see what happens next. I I don't know that there was a whole lot of exit strategy, but we'll figure that out. So, I believe that... Anybody want to add anything before we dive back in? Off of what you said about exit strategy... We last left ourselves going deeper underground, hoping for something. I don't know. We don't have a plan. We definitely don't. <laughs> but as you can probably tell from the map, your way out was stuffed with guards <laughs> um, yes. as they come streaming down. It, it's the benefit of having your prison underneath the main garrison of your army. So they were streaming down, at which point, Something like Ben Coom acting as a buffer, holding everyone back. Um, I know darkness was cast, the aforementioned fireballs, and I believe to wrap it all off... And a web. Someone cast web. Was that Felice? It was Felice, yes. the other who uh, the party actually just met. She was actually, actually was captured and put mm -hmm. into the prison, as opposed to breaking it. That's um, true. They, 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 they found her in here, um, who was revealed to be a... Um, acquaintance or ally of Sarah um, in some regard. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, as you were in the prison for being kind of a local hedge wizard, hedge witch. Um, yeah. And then you knew Sarah from uh, from way back, the brigand leader, and a few of the other people. You actually were the only one, you're the first one who informed her that her father was no longer in the prison. Yeah, because I was here for uh, a little while until my spellcasting notified the uh, Inquisitors. And they decided to, hey, stop it. Yes, so they do have... Stop some, it, don't, don't cast spells. <laughs> they do have, I'm stealing this basically from Shadowrun, they do have essentially wards that allow them to tell if anybody's casting some spells. Otherwise, how do you keep a spellcaster? Seriously? Like, that's how we started this campaign with Gord showing you that you cannot keep a spellcaster down. Oh, uh, it's so hard. Uh. <laughs> to which Ben Coombe would probably say something like, not too bad, thump, thump with his massive hammer. All right, so you guys, um, having blocked your only exit and incited a minor rebellion, as uh, you see the green lines on the left, are actually other prisoners, farmers and local drunks and couple of skeezy looking prison folks uh, streaming out of their cells as you threw the keys to them and then you guys made your exit down and deeper into the prison complex it's multiple underground levels uh, within this prison so we'll we'll see what you guys find now 
I also appreciate that you guys know. <laughs> you guys have been here before, probably. Although it may have changed since a little bit since you were there last. All right. And with that, you guys begin to flee down into the darkness of the stairwell, locking doors behind you, pulling tables and blocking access, and fireballing anything that slows you down. And with that, I would like to jump over to Darmida. Nice. So Darmida, as you descend the staircase, or do you want to go... You kind of went back for people. But um, would you like to go first? I think last time you'd gone first. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. you went back. So are you at the back or at the front? What's the basic marching order? Anybody can uh, chime in. As far as I know, Archibald and Sarah mm -hmm. were still in front of me um, when I went back up um to basically get Ben Coom. That was my focus was to get my friend out of there. Um and I did. So mm -hmm. I would say at that point I would um hustle back down. Uh because I have the best vision in this kind of environment. Uh, it's not my great, it's not my favorite terrain, but it is certainly, uh, terrain that I'm better in. So yeah, I'm in the front. All right. So Archie's actually going to be taking the lead down the, down this winding staircase. Um, there are some flickering torches, not every floor though. So it's actually pretty dim. And as you're winding your way down, Archibald, I'm going to need you to do a perception check for me. Okay. Also, um... We want to stay stealthy. It's up to you. I think we're running. Because if I use that sword, it's going to be very light. Hmm. Like, I, I think we're running, right? Like, um, yeah, we're, we're being chased. And we slow them down, but we need to get all the feet we can get, I think. It depends, though. You may not have alerted every guard Ooh. below you. Although, the how'd you do, Jay? 26 perception. Wow. All right, so you're descending down, giving your eyes a second to adjust. You've been trying not to look directly into the fireballs. Um, you descend into the... And you, you remember this layout. You've spent some time in this prison before. Yes. It, it's mostly the smell brings you back. You didn't spend a lot of time here, but enough. And it's dark. It's dingy. It's definitely... Uh, it's... It's bringing back a lot of not fond memories. Now, you also notice that much like before, um, this level, the next level down, oh, so you're already on the second below, right? So when you go down onto the third floor, you in particular would know this was the floor they didn't usually keep prisoners on. Not unless they really hated those prisoners. Um, the guards did not want to be on this floor. They generally refused to deliver food. This was the floor that was reputed to be haunted. As you descend, okay. the, the moisture kind of hangs in the air, but it's not a warm 
kind of thing. It's still very chilled, and a, a shiver runs up and down your spine as you descend. Ahead of you... I'll kind of hold my hand up a little bit, and I'll say, like, there's something foul in the air. Be wary. I have this picture of Archie's stay in this prison where, like, he would, like, let himself out of his cell and wander around. <laughs> like, he didn't, like, escape. He just would be like, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to go do stuff. I'll, I'll return to my cell. Come on. I, lo- I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely. That's why he knows the place so well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Definitely happened. So, yeah, you would. Uh, would you have dared yourself to go down below into the uh, into the haunted area? Oh, I think he probably may have gone to the door, but never beyond. Fair. So as you descend... You know, if anything, there's going to be some pretty rotten prisoners down there that he probably wouldn't want to have much to do with at best. Right. I mean, you you do still fancy yourself as somewhat... um, At least present yourself as upper kind of above a class above. Well, you never know what they get up to down there absolutely so if you're watching on roll 20 you can actually see that uh we're on a new map so i'll let you guys find yourselves at i believe i put you already on the top right and we got another viewer in chat um hey firestorm thanks for dropping by uh, i have a quick question Todd? yeah yeah go for it okay um do like I'm very aware of the rumors and the myths about uh down here or no? Uh roll a history check for me. Um I'm seeing a black map. Am I missing something or uh, is it not loading? Something. Oh. Oh, okay, maybe I've got Bean. I have not had a lot of luck with um dynamic lighting so maybe that's accidentally still mm. turned on yeah okay it is turned off maybe i need to turn off we might need to put our characters on first maybe I, and I, that'd I, be only if it's dynamic lighting but i could try it there let me turn it off and then on any luck no no weird Okay, roll 20 pause. Thanks, Firestorm, for... Uh, um, I'm going to be a little loosey-goosey in my interpretation here, Firestorm, but Firestorm drops down from the rafters like a Jedi, landing on his feet gracefully as he stands up, looks around smirking. As if it's not noticed, he says, Hello there. Um, so we're going to say that this is a flashback. So when Jay decided... When Archibald decided to explore the prison, um, he found himself down here, and he wasn't the only one who let himself out. In fact, uh, in fact, there was another prisoner. We're gonna call him uh, uh, Stormy G- Stormy Jim. Stormy Jim was uh, not a nice person he was known to burn things and stormy jim had let himself out and was locked up inside a cell as you went looking this is a flashback jay uh, archibald you're like poking around down here 
Um, you hear a weird kind of rustling sound down at the end of the hall splits into two different directions. And you go down which one? The left or the right, Archibald? Uh, the right. So you start going down, and with each step, this kind of clawing, like, pardon the mic for a sec, but this... sound just at the far end of the hall and then all of a sudden clang next to you this swift movement and a ever so slight padding sound as this as uh, stormy jim drops down his face peeking out of the bars and uh looks at you and says hello there so i'll just sort of stop everybody where they are oh this is the flashback sorry the flashback yeah yes yes um, what did you say to uh, say to Stormy Jim? It's fancy meeting you down here, Joe. <laughs> he, I he, didn't think come. I was the only one who took strolls around here at night. No, he's still in his cell. Actually, sorry, I may have misspoken. Um, still in yeah, he's still in the cell. Uh, this, by the way, took place. I see you guys can actually see the map now. Um, so it takes place and in use of the right side, right? So it actually takes place down here. Um, for some reason, you know, you don't know what happened to Stormy Jim, but you know, he probably didn't make it because that was the last time you saw him. Okay. Now you're back in the hall. You have a, a split hallway in front of you. You can go right or left. Or you I'll can go keep right. going, or you can keep going straight oh. down the hall to another set of stairs. Well, there's. Do you guys? I turn around and I'm like, does anybody want to explore? Or should we just keep going? I think we should just probably what, keep going down. What I'm... does the What does the young woman say? By the way, the one who joined us. Oh yes, uh, Saskia. Oh, that yeah. deserved uh, <laughs> a recap. Oops. <laughs> All right. Fenris, you're walking hand in hand with a young woman and you feel like you've known her. And yet you've only just physically met her. She's she's holding your hand with this gentle but extremely firm grip. And she's pulling half pulling you down, muttering every once in a while things like, Shh, we can't let them catch you. I've been waiting for you. What do you want to say to Saskia? I turn to her and say, Who are you? <laughs> I keep seeing flashes of visions of you in them. What's your name? And what are you doing here? She looks behind her at the noises of the guards busy hacking through the web and the, and the yelling and the clomping of boots from the top of the stairs. She's... I'll say, my name is Saskia. And I've been sent... I've been trying to find you for a very, very long time. We can't let them get you. Well, I can agree with that. My 
my mother, my mother knew your mother. And she squeezes your hand and then she says, I'm so sorry. Are you part of the same group? Yes. And she reaches into her, into her um, kind of bodice <laughs> uh, prison garb and pulls out a, a necklace. And um, it was actually tucked in. It wasn't tied around. So she reaches right into, like, you know, the boob wallet. Uh, and pulls, <laughs> so sorry, pulls out uh, something and unwraps it. It's a little piece of cloth, and inside is a string, and on it is a small carved doorway symbol. The same symbol that your father used to carve in camps as you moved from place to place. I just look at it and kind of like awestruck, like, okay, okay. I don't normally do this, but I trust you. She looks at you and she almost has tears welling up in her eyes. At which point, Archibald called back and said, "Hold on, uh, it's okay. You can go, man. I was just no, 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 no. That was that was you warning them to be a bit, you know, careful. Yes, that was it. Um, so, also a little pause. We can go. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say we can go left, we can go right, or we can keep going down and. There may be other prisoners in here that could cause distractions. Do we hear any other activity down here? Uh, make a perception check. I will do so. I just wanted to follow up that my history check was a 19. Nice. 19. Okay, so you actually... You actually might have uh, heard a little bit about this prison being haunted and that... Um, and with a 19, you probably do know that this place has always had uh, a history of just being spooky. And buildings would be randomly burn down even before Fenris arrived. Um, and even before uh, Stormy Jim. By the way, that's you, Firestorm. He's in chat if you want to check that out. Uh, that's awesome. Great to hear you do voices. I also throw my hat into doing some weird voices from time to time, much to the amusement or dis disapproval of my friends here. <laughs> All right. Uh, although I am very curious to hear what a drunken master furbolg monk sounds like. Maybe someday. By the way, there is a giveaway, so if you want to give that, uh, check out uh, the break. All right. So, yeah, with that, then I will, and I put it in the chat, what it is. I am um, going to use a second level uh, slot. Ah, yes. And primeval awareness, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so it doesn't tell me where they are or the number of them, but it does tell me whether it's aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. So I want to know exactly uh, over Within the next a mile. Uh, as we're continuing going what the heck we're dealing with here so as Darmita descends the stairs there's a couple things that go on you think to yourself it'd be good to know and you concentrate in that way that you've learned to tap into that other side that 
not quite Shadowfell, but almost. That other listening on for things that most other people can't hear. As you descend the stairs, two things happen. Number one, you begin to fade from vision as it gets darker. No one else around you can see you as you become invisible. Number two, you're, you're still pushing Ben Coom down the stairs. You're like, I could take him. Um, the second thing, as soon as you start tuning into this, you start to get not an immediate nearby sense, but you most definitely detect undead in general direction being down, but far down quite far the second thing is you get a sense a little sense of fiendishness not much but almost like a little scratching at the walls above and another deeper it's almost like the upper ones are just these little tiny ripples in a pond but then as you kind of direct your attention down, you just fall into this feeling of immense depth as though you had just, as though you just fell into uh, a whirlpool of swirling darkness. And I'm going to ask you to do a wisdom, yeah, wisdom roll. Just straight up wisdom. Not a save, though. Not a save, no. Okay. This is to see if you can make sense of what you're picking up on. Fifteen. First of all, you have a choice. You can choose to dig into this or stop yourself from going any further into that sensation, but you get the immediate sensation of, oh, this is deep and dark. What do you want to do? Do you want to probe it further with your extra senses, or do you want to contain yourself? I'm going to kind of gasp out a little bit uh, vocally and... And Ben Coombe has seen me do this, yeah. so he will likely know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Possibly, I think I've done this before with Fenris as well. You have, actually, when we were uh, um, going through the storm and finding shelter, and you found undead. So um, I'm going to indicate to them that I have picked up on something. It is very dark. And I feel like I need to continue exploring this. But I might be a little out of commission. So I might need to be carried, Ben Coombe. Okay. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, if it's dark enough for uh, Darmida to disappear, that means it's dark enough that like Archie can't see. Yes, Coombe, right? it's like quite dark in here. Uh, there are little flickers here and there of dim light. Um, even the the sconces down here are all burnt pretty low. 
there's really only one at the end, far end of each hall. Uh, if you scroll down, you'll see them. And this particular section of hall doesn't have any. So it's just kind of whatever light is being cast down that hall. Um, ben Coom eventually pads his way over to grab Darmida and kind of scoops her up. Um, the chain brushing against you and almost kind of scratching against your armor just a little bit, almost instinctively. And he kind of adjusts it and kind of flicks it and it retracts and rewinds around his arm. All right. Termita, in the in the pullback to try and explain to your friends, um, we're going to have to come back to you. you it, it's going to take a few minutes for you to kind of tune back into those sensations. That's there was fine. something very strange below, and you know that it's it's below. And if you had to pick, it would be below and east but that's all you currently get all right meanwhile um felice mm -hmm. sarah's whispering away to you like oh, did and is there anyone else that we know we need to worry about getting them out up there did they take anyone else from your village i'm not really from the village but well, um like yeah well you saw them coming in right <sighs> this is terrible it seems like they took everyone I think they did take a lot I, you said my father wasn't here people say that he es escaped With there was a quite a few broke out the a little before, I think a little before I got there. Yeah. Hmm. A little before I... They, they, they took me in. Right. Nice. Not entirely sure how they did. People said they went down, so... Probably we should keep moving. It's a good idea. All right. My father's pushing four score. How did he escape? All right. Uh, she kind of trails off <laughs> i'm just actually gonna while i'm i'm looking i'm gonna look around so i i can see perfectly fine absolutely and uh i Goddamn i'm gonna see sorcerer. is there is there any any signs of movement noise down the first hall to the left can i get you and, and as a bonus act yeah as a bonus action i'm going to actually convert my a first level spell slot mm -hmm. to a um a sorcery point all right, yeah. So as you, you take a few seconds to take a deep breath and, and it's almost like you're breathing in the darkness and it just fills up your lungs and it's this warm, comforting feeling. As you begin to move uh, and, and perceive, go ahead and make a... Oh, you, you did. 23. 23. God. Oh, my Absolutely. Um, yours was pretty good, but his was even better. You were a bit distracted chatting with uh, Sarah. Fenris, the first, as you're glancing, you pick up the sounds of movement from the first cell on the left. It's not 
a lot, but you do pick up the sounds of some movement. I motion to the others. Movement on the left could be a prisoner. I'm just going to take a look around the corner. All right, you kind of scoot up alongside the wall and, and glance in. Yeah. There is a fairly hulking shadow. Well, actually, I was going to say shadowy figure inside, but shadows, nothing hides from you in the darkness. You see the hunched back of a, of a person who's quite a bit taller than your average human. Um, fairly emaciated. They look like they've been in here a while, judging by their clothes. They also... They, with a 23, you get a um, almost a sour scent from their sweat. <laughs> and a kind of earthy... Their, their skin is covered in, in fur. And they're facing away from you currently. It looks like they just sat up off the bunk and turned to kind of listen carefully. Kind of two larger um, bovine-style ears kind of perking up over the top of the head and a kind of gentle swagger to it. Um, is, is it a barred gate? It is. It's got iron, um, iron bars blocking the entrance, and it's I, got a I, lock. I motion Archibald to come over as I look at this person, but I don't uh, announce myself just yet. So, Archibald, you oh, probably see me. You're muted there, Jay. So, I'll just kind of creep myself over there and have a peek inside. Sure. You see a, a humanoid, but a little bit taller than average human. Actually, yep, you can't. Yep. You, sorry, son. You can't see shit. It's very, it's very dim in here. You can roll with disadvantage. Uh, perception? Yep. Uh, that's still 17. Not bad. You see a, um, you see a humanoid figure standing. There's two, actually. A humanoid figure, uh, you pick up the other one. You saw this too, Gord, I forgot to mention. Uh, there, there's one figure sleeping on a bunk just below. And another figure has just sat up and is looking around. The one who's sitting up is larger, humanoid. Uh, it looks to be some kind of Cowman, Furbold. All right. You guys want to go for a stroll? Uh, both figures jump at the sound of your voice. Um, it takes them a few seconds. Uh, the person who'd been sleeping under the blanket uh, sits up. Immediately, you guys think of some of your current enemies. Red skin, darkened eyes, pointed features, pointed teeth, sitting up in the in the blanket. I'm thinking well. Yeah, Brandon. Is this me? It is you. No. <laughs> what spirits be here to come taunt me? It's it's no spirit, sir. It's just me, Archibald, and there's a prison break going on. 
Oh, it has been an age since I've heard even the voice of another person. Oh. Well, would you like to come outside then, will you? Yes, yes, bless you, sir, bless you. You aren't friends with the other Cambians in this area, are you? No, although I wish I was. I always try to be friendly with everyone. <laughs> but they do not want to be friends with me because they think I am so evil in countenance. Well, you know, stories and whatnot, but I figure, you know, looks like you've been in there for a while. You might as well come on out. As I said, it's a prison break, so everybody's oh, out. Bless you. Bless you, sir. Yeah. Uh, what kind of lock is there? Um, it's pretty standard prison lock. You've popped a half dozen of these in your time. Go ahead and roll. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll with disadvantage because you're familiar with them, but it is quite dim in here, so it would normally be uh, at disadvantage unless you get a light source. Uh, so go ahead and make your roll with just straight roll. Sleight uh, of hand? I feel like, um, uh, it's the same as sleight of hand, yeah. I feel like You don't want the bonus? Uh, you get a proficiency bonus. with. Uh, it's basically thieves' tools, so it's... It's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it'd be basically the same as sleight of hand. Well, 24 then. Nice. Oh, this this is short work to you. You've been down kind of leaning. Yeah, I cane. just get down. I have I have like my uh my dagger and I just kind of stick it in there and it takes literally like one second just to click. Absolutely. It it pops no problem. The other figure sits up and is a furbolg and kind of swaying back and forth ever so slightly. Alright, I got coming too. Yes. That's the best I got, Firestorm. Alright. My name's. I turn to the new guy, our new new friend. I'm like, I'm Archibald, and this is my gang. And you see him, and he's got a. Even at this point in time, he still has his, his wig on. It's a little bit beat up at this point in time, I'm sure, and dusty, and his. His clothes are getting pretty rough, I'm sure, too. So at this point in time, he might even just sort of ditch his coat, tie it to his waist, like, you know, sure. loosen up a little bit. Underneath be so are, is your shirt. Are any of you wounded? Like, are you guys dripping blood? Do you have, like, um, wounds and I don't think all so. kinds of stuff? I don't think you guys got badly hurt in the last fight, so a little no, more now. Just doing the like. I think uh, Darmenia got barrage. minor minor singeing. Yeah. From. Uh... Yeah, I got minor singeing. Cure the singe. <laughs> uh, at this point, Ben uh, yeah. comes walking up behind and and uh, pats uh, Archibald on the top of his wigged head. He's like, "All right, I don't know how long they're going to be. I'll watch the back." He kind of pushes his way past Sarah and stands at the bottom, uh, at the back of the hallway. Uh, um, I turn to say, um, if we see everyone, you know, sort of splitting off like this and, and we're not moving forward anymore, I wanted to take a look up the stairs and watch our, our return. Like, he can't see. He's a Goliath. That's true. Um, so you, you but, scoot um, up next to him. I haven't said it in words since the last session, but uh, Felicia at the time, there is a Spurf Neblin. Uh, the... Uh, I don't know how deep to gnomes. spell that, so I just put Deep Gnome on your card. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so they have the, like, Superior Dark Vision Drow Baloney. Um, nice. You know, so if you're going to play this game, might as well, right? Yep. Um, and I want to just keep an eye on that. If I start seeing people show up, just, like, a second web goes out, that kind of thing. Absolutely. All right. Um, so you guys loosen 
you guys take another cursory glance around, and it doesn't appear to have any other prisoners down here. Um, Balthazar. Am I saying that right? No. Balthazar. Am I saying that right yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Balthazar. When you were brought down here, which was a couple days ago, you had been helping people, healing people. When you were allowed out for brief walks, you'd be checking on the on the... Uh, just generally being a nice guy and the more nasty of the Eye of Pelor prison guards noticed this and started targeting you. They kept doing things like not giving you food. Um, they wouldn't offer protection if you needed it. And were generally just dicks. When you still insisted on being nicer... It's funny, because they look at you as though, oh, hey. They kind of look like they're surprised you're in here based on your appearance, but then when you start to be nice to people, they quickly turn as though as you're almost kind of a traitor. It's very puzzling. And then eventually one of the guards just said, all right, enough of you. Come here. And they dragged you and this Furbolg down who'd been, now the Furbolg had been picking fights. And they threw you both in the cell and walked away, muttering something about, Let's see who lasts longer down here. <laughs> and then they went up. That was uh, a couple days ago. Oh, Balthazor probably would have... Oh, go ahead. No, it's all right. I, I probably would have spent uh, my entire time trying to try to uh, minister to the to the Fergal and uh, you know, maybe, you know help him through any of his emotional issues, you know, try to help him, you know, you know, turn him onto the path, you know, not necessarily like convert him to Lathander, but just, you know, bring him towards the light, you know, like be, be the best person he can be, you know? Yeah, yeah. YOLO. Um, exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not YOLO. YOLO's more fun. I mean, more like, you know, the innate goodness of all beings, you know, that kind of thing. Fair enough. Um, can I get you to do a stuff back persuasion in check for me retroactively to see how convincing you were with this Furbolg? Persuasion? I don't you're doing that. Any, I was thinking... Uh, yeah. It, I would assume that some spell casting might take place, especially if you're trapped in a cell for a few days and they're not feeding you. Uh, and you're, you know, blessed by the gods to create your own food. Do they ignore him down here? Because they're like, oh, we sent him down there, and now he's casting spells. We don't want to deal with that. Or this whole do they area, keep coming down anyway, even though they hate this level? They they come down when they have to, and when they have to, they come down mean. So you know, he's showing signs of bruises. Both of them have fairly fresh bruises, probably from trunk trunchant trunk trunk clubs clubs um Shalele. Shalele. i uh, i crit i crit failed my persuasion so nice. i suspect i may have more bruises than you've just described that that sounds like what the tone was right like we're gonna stick you two together so that he'll beat the crap out of you <laughs> and we don't have to yeah some of those bruises on balhazar uh are from the furbolg he has been not terrifically nice to you uh, he, you can, you can tell that when he was put in here, he was drunk, and he does not deal well with rehab. Um, he doesn't. 
He's been sober and mean sober. Hey, Yaofen, thanks for jumping in. And you're right, it's Truncheon. Truncheon? Trun yep, that one. And, uh, and Gemini, absolutely. Ben Coombe kind of holds up his fist back with Felice next to him. He holds up his fist and looks down and kind of rubs at the chain wrapped around his hand arm. And after a little while, it starts to glow a dim reddish firelight as the edges around the chain. It almost looks like this cracked steel. And from within, it's got this just along the edges of the cracks in the chain, uh, this little ever so slight glow. So he's got about five feet of very dim light, but it's nice better red than red light. That won't break your dark vision. Well, you know, I mean, your yeah, real world dark vision. <laughs> Felice uh, was a to Navy you, Seal in another life. I asked the two yeah. new joiners. Are there anyone? Is there anyone else held down here down the hall? Uh, Balhasar, you've heard no one for the last two days. No. But I've forgiven the people who were mean to me. It's very big of you. Uh, let's you do, do a notice... quick sweep and then let's get going. Sure. You guys go a little bit further down. Fenris taking the lead with his uh, un uncanny vision. As you go down, uh, oh, I see a um, a second Darmida. Which Darmida are you? The one up by <laughs> the ben? one that's the one next that's to Benku. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. there's another Darmida down in the cell. And there's another Fenris in the top corner. I don't, I can't remember how to get rid of them. Oh, sorry. Just hit delete, right? I'm just gonna. Oh my that. goodness, there is two of me. Sorry. Yeah, I figured it wasn't worth mentioning because the you know camera wasn't on it. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as you guys go, uh, well as Fenris extends down the hallway, uh, you don't see anything except at the very end on the far left. There's mm. a door. It was a wooden door with iron reinforcing bands and it has not um hmm. nice i actually might use that yeah um mm. the uh the ba iron banded door but it's been opened and left slightly ajar that's this one at the very end with the little scribbles inside as you get a little bit closer you see the temperature as you go forward it's uh, it's getting colder and colder as you move until it's you can start to see your breath in the air uh okay i am gonna wait for the others just to catch up i'm not just gonna hello where are they going aren't we going downstairs mm -hmm. are the others coming over my way or are they I mean, uh... I'm not. they seem to be staying at the top of the the... I'm keeping an eye up the stairs, but yeah. like, and that's not positioned proper for that. But that's what I'm doing. Sarah's gonna stay near Ben Coombe. Uh The Oof. big, the big furball guy pushes past Archibald and is like, oh, yeah, oh, "Thanks," and starts walking past. Uh, Darmida, can I get you to do a quick deck save? Uh, am I still being held by Ben Coombe? Uh Yeah. Yeah, actually, so it would be Ben Coombe. You'll carried. be doing on Ben Coombe's behalf. That's pretty good. Uh, he yeah. sidesteps as this furbolg brushes past him, goes around these piled of boxes at the top, out and around, and starts running up the stairs. And he calls back, he's like, see you on the other side. Because he doesn't know the shitstorm he's just running into. Also, oh, that's, um, okay. Also, Firestorm go, left chat, so I just go, killed go. him. <laughs> As he runs into guards and gets peppered with crossbow bolts. Okay, uh, back to downstairs. That, that's where's, uh, where's Saskia? Is she back with the oh, others? Oh, right. I don't have a Saskia mini. Uh, yeah, she's standing next to... Right. 
Um, she's standing next to Sarah for now. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Gonna take a quick look in the room. You duck inside and you see your vision, nothing hides. You see the wall is scratched as though someone or something has just spent weeks or months just clawing at this one side. You see a chain anchored in that same corner and it just looks like that whole side has been clawed with anything within reach of where that chain is. I feel like I'm getting deja vu. But the chain is empty. Excuse me, what? The chain is empty? Yeah. There's nothing. Oh, like, there's manic- no one I gotcha, yeah. manacled to the wall in this spot. And. Of course and, not. And it's all scratched up, but it is gone. And as you enter, your, your breath is still cold. You. You get a sense of just deep sadness. Yeah, I'm not entering the room, though. Oh, <laughs> just okay. Just looking in. Just looking yeah. in, you get that sense, and don't go any further. All right. You make your way back up towards the rest of the group. The other yeah. cells are empty. Okay. Let's, let's get going. Archie, are you satisfied? What do you say to um, Balchazar? Mm-hmm. As you're standing in the darkness waiting for Fenris to make his way back. Archibald? Oh. Uh, I say, you know, we're going to get out of here, so you're free to do what you will. Well, it would be evil of me not to help you in kind as ye have helped me. Okay. But no trying to convert me to anything. Oh, I don't do any of that. I know that the best way is to show and lead via example. Mm. And yet no one follows my example because they think that I am evil. Mm. Well, I'm a staunch atheist, so we'll just leave it at that. At this point, uh, Fenris walks past, and you guys are the, the, the hallways clear. Where do you want to go? Start moving down as right. a group. Yeah. Um, can I ask you a question about Balhazar? Um, is he local? That's a good question. I would say probably not. He's okay. uh, the the way I cast him was as a sort of a wandering uh, do-gooder who's uh, for the most part not noticed because nobody would expect that that a tiefling would be a, a cleric of Lathander uh, until you know he performed a sufficient number of you know healing spells and rituals that uh, that eventually got picked up by the Paloran authorities so I'm guessing he probably doesn't have any localized knowledge but perhaps uh, the uh, the DM will uh, will um, no, be the gift you would have been fairly new to the region and I hear that people have a lot of uh, complaints and troubles and problems and needs that are not being met by the local um, churches of Pelor and you were you were a little wondering why usually that's a fairly caring lot although they can be quite uh, rigid and immobile in their approaches not always so patient as yourself but this group was nothing like any any religious group you've ever encountered they profess great love and 
care, but in a very stern manner. But in their actions, they have proven themselves to be brigands and brigands. They make the people you usually minister to seem like saints. Some of them border on cruel and unusual. I wasn't sure if like we had passed knowledge of each other, but probably not, sounds like. So that's awesome. Good to know. Um, Darmida, as you guys move towards the stairs, go ahead and move yourselves over to the to that side by the stairs. Uh, or I guess actually I'll move some of you because some people aren't here. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so as you guys are moving over, Ben Coom <laughs> is kind of carrying you. And Darmida, you've had a similar experience once before. As you concentrate and close your eyes, in the last few seconds before your primeval awareness fades, trying to find the thread of that which you had sensed as you first entered the darkness. It's just there on the edge, and as you as you dig your way in and take a deep breath, you get this song in your head again. The half-remembered lullaby just a little, almost like a loop, as though you'd forgotten part of the words. Your father had once sung this, but the voice is not your father's. It's not even really a voice. Once before, you've had someone speaking into your mind. This seems somewhat similar to when the old man connected with you. And you're blacked out. I don't actually have a pre-recorded file for you to listen to, but that's the sense. Your primeval awareness is having trouble identifying what lies ahead. But you know two things. Actually, three. There is a fiendish nature to it. And an undead and a hint of Celestial. Do they read as the same thing? Or just like they're getting three different signals? With her wisdom of 15 earlier, it's really... If she had to say, it would be almost like walking down a spiral staircase and with each floor you get to it's something it's a different one okay. not that you're actually going down the staircase but it's almost like it's rotating or shifting on you so you're not sure if it's someone or something coming in and out of range or if it's the same source or it's unlike anything you've sensed before right and then let's go down <laughs> yeah all right. Um, can I get Felice and sure. Balhazar and Archibald and Fenris to do a perception check? Let's do it right this time. Nope, not one. 25. 22. Well, it's a pleasure 18. to make your acquaintance. Uh, in fact, I realize I haven't actually introduced myself at all. I'm Felicia the Thunder. 
I'm not paying attention to nothing. Not paying attention. That's awesome, by the way. I love it. Um, and how did you do, Gord? 22? Yep. And Bella is too distracted by her concentrating. And I need to Archie give you some advantage. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, no dice this time. Sorry, dude. 7 and 23. <laughs> 6 and 22. <laughs> so you're rolling like Darcy. Um, Archibald. That maybe you're on the wrong floor, but the last time you wandered here and were wandering through in a drunken stupor, or non-drunken stupor, wandering through the prison, there was in a, a moonshine stupor. Yeah, there was in, in a prison wine stupor. Prison nothing, hooch. Yeah, nothing like toilet wine. Um, you could have sworn there was a door at the end of this hallway. You look now. It's just wall. Fenris. Going down the stairs? I'm confused. I... You're you haven't you're about to go down the stairs. Fenris. As oh. you you glance down the stairs, you look up and for a second you see a, just a glimmer as though the shadow uh, it was smoke and got sucked in between two bits of the wall. Just a little shift of shadow, as though it was smoke kind of not flowing out from him, but pulling into the wall. This wall over here? Yeah. So you can go over and take a closer look at it, as you just did. Yeah. Uh, and Archie, I'm assuming you're doing the same, or what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... So I perceive that there used to be a door here before, it's and I think I know where I am. Yeah. And then I see this shadow. Do I see this shadow creature as well? You don't. That's kind of more of a, a Fenris picking up on just okay, instinct. Okay, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. Just around the the staircase kind of descends, but there's. You go around. About. Sure, you go around and and take a closer look, and you definitely pick up. The stonework is uneven most of the time, but in this part, it suddenly becomes extremely even and rectangular in the door. Looks like somebody had tried to make efforts to conceal it. Hmm. So I'm going to, like, tap on the wall where the door is and then tap on the wall where the, the line isn't, see if I can hear, like, a difference in the sound. Sure, you take your, your cane and tap. Everybody else is still chatting or about to head downstairs, and you're tapping at the wall. Do an investigation check for me with advantage. And actually, sorry, you can either both do one, Fenris and Archibald, or just one of you. Well, I only got a seven it. that time. Uh, 20. Nice. Rolling amazing. You are. So Archibald's I mean, tapping kind of on the upper left. And Fenris, you, you're kind of looking where the smoke had sucked in. Yeah. And you run your hand along, and then there's this just this little stone that seems a little loose. Looks like you could probably push in on it. Sure. I think I think it's, it might be a secret door that might help us get out. Sure. So you press in on it. I'm going to get you to do a dexterity, dexterity save, please. Oh. I was just going to say, let me look for a trap. 
You can still be the chosen one missing a few fingers. Just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> You will take half damage as three spikes dig down as you as you press in it sinks in about about finger finger depth. Mm-hmm. It presses in that far and then slides a bit to one side with a click. At that point three prongs go and jabbing you ah. manage to pull your fingers back but it does get you just a little on one of them uh okay. i'm gonna you take... what are you doing over there i thought we were heading down you oh. take six piercing damage but mm-hmm. because you got your finger out in time you don't end up taking any poison damage you can feel it kind of burn just on the surface but you quickly wipe it off and you don't take okay. any poison I'm going to look at Balthazar and wave him over. Ah, finally, I have an opportunity to use some of my skills. Actually, you only took six damage, so I don't know that that's a, that's a big deal. I could easily... I just want to, you know, is he poisoned? Is there anything we need to worry about here? Can you smell it? I could roll a uh, an insight check here. If, Go ahead uh, and roll a medicine what... check, if you have that. Well, I don't have medicine. I have religion and insight. I'm oh, sorry. I mean, like, I, I, I don't get to add that bonus, but uh, but sure, I can roll medicine. Sure. It's int, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I've, you've looked at a lot of wounds before. I'll even give you advantage on this. Eleven. Okay. It, it's a scratch. It looks like he managed to avoid the worst of it, and you can just sniff at the toxin. It smells vaguely of almonds but it doesn't look oh. like any god in the wound. Okay. okay well, I guess I don't, don't need to use like, that ointment. Metagame knowledge would suggest that smelling of almonds is not a good thing for cyanide. Well, you go, yeah, but it's on the surface, <laughs> not within the wound itself. The, a liquid, okay, so... A liquid wasn't, like, dropped onto his skin, but it missed the wound itself. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna need something to sort of uh, wipe that off, but then I go, okay, you're good to go. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, you can now sh- shove this door uh, aside as it rolls back inside, is revealed. What, what, uh, what you see, those of you with dark vision, those without dark vision, is just this empty black. Chamber. Yeah, I'm going to come over and take a look because something Absolutely. apparently is going on over here. Absolutely. Um, and those with dark vision, which is most of you except Archibald um, yeah. and Ben so Coombe. Got the sword mm-hmm. um, when you guys look into this room, you see what appears at first glance to be an office, but it is old. There's crumbled brick um, falling off in places around. It also looks vaguely like the place had been ransacked. There's remnants of wood. Um, There's a chair. It's not on the map itself in Roll20, but there is a chair here with some ropes tied to it. It looks like this at one point was probably used as an interrogation room. 
and you see a desk in front of you that looks a bit newer uh, with a kind of a more comfortable looking chair uh, and chair lore in D&D, you know, nothing good ever happens with chairs. Two sconces uh, are just in front of the desk, but they are not lit. They appear to be quite cold. Uh, that is all you get at a glance. Let's take a quick look. There's something, if there's a hidden door, there might be something worthwhile in here. Let's look and then let's go. Sure, you glance in and it, as the as the little bit of light breaks into the room, some, this by the way is Gemini, thanks, uh, breaks into the room, some of the room is revealed and the first person looking into the room, which I'm going to assume was Fenris, sees, Sounds like it. almost looks for a second like there's a pale emaciated arm down from the ceiling clawing at the stone and then retreats up into the stone into the ceiling into the ceiling uh, a little bit further past kind of towards one of these bookshelves on the left did you guys see that it was like a arm that was just scratching Balhazar you did see some movement and Am also I... Felice you saw it too Dermita you're out of your trance now so you'll be okay it's probably just a spirit. Let's go. They're everywhere. We just need to know to talk to them if it's an issue that you're having, but yeah. I, I don't see why we should. You can't actually see that far, the whole room itself. There is more to see if you wanted to continue going in. Uh, well, I have dark vision now to 120. Okay, so you, you enter the room? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll make a motion after you, Balthazar, seeing as I just got nicked. So I can, I have various powers relating to light because I took the the, the light stream of cleric. Of course. Um, and I'm I'm a cleric of Lathander as well. So I mean, I could just set off like a flare, basically just to light the whole thing up, just to sort of see what's going on. Sure, which absolutely. I, I think might actually be something that he would do. So in addition to imposing any disadvantage on any attacks that are coming my way, I'm just going to flare up the room. Absolutely. Um, just to see whatever happens. So um, um, now, part of Balhuzur's problem is that although he does try to be good, all of his spells have kind of a hellish brimstone quality to them. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't really go well with his like you know love one another motif. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, he holds out his hands and um, sort of cups them for a moment and blows into them, sort of like a. <sighs> Like he's blowing on an ember uh, and it just it blazes just white bright uh, and uh, and suddenly the whole place is filled with, uh, with firelight alright so <laughs> all of a sudden the whole place just lights up like it's never been lit up before um, and it reveals quite a bit actually as you look into the room um, sorry just ignore those are not actually imps who are sitting there I just wanted something to anchor a light on. Um, oh, I took the one with the light away. Sorry. So still getting the hang of roll 20. Let's say 30 feet. Okay, so it's bright room, and you can see at the back end on the far uh, kind of down or left side, there's rubble, and it looks like parts of the wall have been caved in, and it extends even further back. But, I mean, you can see down there 
quite a ways because of the blaring light. Uh, but you can't, unless you go a little closer, you can't see much. You do see the walls, and you see a couple of uh, literally hands laying on the ground that are like half skeletal. Uh, and as soon as the light comes on, they kind of skitter a bit and start clawing and go underneath some of these boxes and desks. Just severed hands scurrying across the floor. Um, I'm sorry to be a pest, but like, you know, we are being followed, right? Shouldn't we keep going? I'm sure this is all very fascinating, but no. I could not agree more. We should make haste. All right. Wise advice. Yeah, I think we need an escape. You guys. Yeah. Okay. Ben Kumpa's down, and uh, um, you guys turn around and head back. The light snuffing out as you leave the room. The darkness just swallowing it up again, and you guys make your way down the stairs. All right. We're gonna just take a quick little break as I get the next map ready, um, <laughs> and let's uh, have some stair banter. Yeah, stair banter. No, it's it's okay. Well, uh, I was just gonna say, anybody in chat, don't forget we've got a giveaway going on. So feel free to submit for that. I want this out of my house. Where'd it go? I want this, this out of my house. It's got some great stuff inside. It's still wrapped in plastic. I will wipe it down when I ship it to you. It's got, at the very least, some really cool dice. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna try to give that away. And if, you just have to say Umbra to Sarah. Uh, in some kind of recording or, or something, and you can get that, uh, get in the draw for that. Bella's already in, uh, Darcy already mentioned a few other people. So, jump in on that when you get the chance. Let's take a little break. Anybody want to say anything? Shouts out before we... I don't get to say that much anymore. <laughs> nice. Alright, so we'll be, we'll be back in just a few minutes. There. We're back. Is that better? <laughs> a little more confident. Hey, everybody. Uh, let's. We're back after a little break. These guys have just fled. <laughs> Brave Sir Robin ran away, and uh, they are now entering the lowest. We didn't flee. We're the, escaping. The lowest level of the prison that Archibald's ever experienced. Anyway, uh, I'm going to drag you guys to a new map. I'm going to ask. I've been very low. Put yourselves on the far right. Pipping, pipping. You want to drop myself? All right. Give me a second. Ugh. All righty. I am seeing black again. Oh, no. Again? Hold on while we sort out our oh, yeah. maps. It might just take a second for it to load up for me. Oh, so are you using dynamic lighting or not? Uh, I think I accidentally put it on, yeah. So you see you're revealing the map, but that was just normal Fog of War there stuff. There we go. There we go. So you guys are going to be on the far right. All right. Ping, ping, ping. Um, I'm going to give this one away for free based on the previous perception checks, and you're all being relatively careful. Uh, having just left the room with the undead crawling hands, um, as the darkness re reclaims the room, as the lights are snuffed out, the hands scurrying around behind you. You guys pad down the stairs. Thank you, Gemini, for the suggestion. And uh, 
you guys pad down the stairs. And are you... You're being kind of quick about it, right? I would hope so. I would say we're escaping. Like, uh, you know, I think... All right. So you guys kind of haul butt down the stairs, at which point, uh, Darmida in particular, um, you notice two things. Number one, it is brighter down here. There are a couple of torches. I don't have them on the map, but they're basically down this way. Um, just down the hall, you see illuminated, there's a bench uh, on the far side of the hall, and it is not empty. There is actually a, a gentleman sitting on the bench as though he has been kind of taking a little break, uh, and he just sits up and he's got a wooden crossbow on his lap. He is 10 feet from Darmida as she gets to the bottom of the stairs, and you both look at each other like, Huh? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll up. to see if they perceive you, if the others They're perceive just, you. Uh, but the first guy definitely does, because you guys said you weren't being particularly yeah. stealthy. You were fleeing. Can I just preempt <laughs> while we were going down the stairs? Um, I'll turn mm -hmm. to Balazar and say, "You, you look like uh, I sense that you're a cleric from the way you checked my wounds and your spell." Here, these might come in handy. We may need them. And I hand him the three cleric scrolls that I had from earlier. Nice. Many thanks to you. I don't. I still don't know what they are. Um, Did you do a history check on like an arcana or something on there? I could. I could do a religion check. Uh, I could do a history check as well, but I've got proficiency with religion. Uh, do religion. Mm. Right. Seems reasonable. Since it's clear. Twenty-two. Yeah, you know exactly what these are. So the first one... Uh, I know exactly what these are for. One sec, I got to get my <laughs> random roller. Um, it's going to be tough. I'm going to have to roll a bunch to like get some cleric spells. But you, you look at these, and they're definitely emblazoned with um, clerical powers. However, it's going to take a few minutes for you to like look them over to see exactly what spells they are. Um, I really like some of the illumination work in this one. We don't usually see people using ink with that level of proficiency these days. <laughs> that vellum. Oh, yes. it's definitely vellum. You gotta love the smell of vellum. All right, jot these down. So the first one you pull up uh, as you're descending the stairs, your vision picking out a legend lore scroll. Ooh. You also... Uh, a cleric legend roll, legend lore scroll. You also see, gotta hit refresh a few times so I find a good cleric one. Uh, you see a scroll of healing word Ooh. and a give me one more cleric. Scroll. So I just get a, I just get a freebie healing word. Yep. And, okay. Uh. The last one, it was actually his mistake. Uh, he thought it was a cleric scroll. Because it was it, with the other cleric scrolls. Exactly, but it's actually a paladin scroll from, I'm assuming, a raid on some kind of pillory people. Uh, this is a scroll of Aura of Life, which is a Ooh. paladin spell. So Balfour is uh, infallibly honest, so he'll say, he'll say, I must tell you, this is actually a paladin scroll. The paladins do very good work. I have nothing ill to say of them. Um, 
The iconography on these, actually, just at the in the etchings in the bottom, I'm assuming you got these from the Eye of Pillar people. At the bottom, there's this little handwritten note that says, Use for the glory of the eye. Smite thy enemies. So, maybe not all for happy friendly but anyway meanwhile while these guys are making a small racket and you guys are descending the stairs um darmida and archibald are the first ones to the bottom of the stairs and it's one of those oh as you see the the hallway is not empty there are three guards immediately note noticeable um you see two of them with crossbows and one of them with a sword sheathed a little bit further down the hall. The hall itself is lit enough, you can tell. The end of it, it has some kind of ruin or almost like the stone becomes rough hewn. Like, like the earth is trying to reclaim part of this or they had broken in. It's tough to say. It's an odd kind of, it's almost like that which was old has been reclaiming this and the newer brick just doesn't seem to hold up over time as things shift slightly back to the way they once were. Rough-hewn stone blocking, or at least partly blocking the end. Or something mighty smashed its way through at some point. The, st the stonework on the ground is still good. It's still cracked in places, but it it's not unworked. It's like the earth is trying to claim its, reclaim itself back to what it once was. Meanwhile, you guys are 10 feet away from a crossbowman who just sat up from a little nap. Archie, Darmida. Uh, oh, I see them now. I can never wrap my hand around those. Uh, should we, should okay. we roll initiative? Question. Yep. Darmida? How long has it been since we started our descent because while we were up there um if you remember i had cast my um primeval awareness no uh i had cast uh my disguise self no hunter's, hunter's mark. mark oh okay and her which is one of the reasons i killed her Mm -hmm. Oh right. No, to take my hunter's mark with me. Um, How? What's the duration on hunter's mark? Uh, depends on level you cast it at. I think it starts I, at an hour. I believe it's an hour. Okay, so yeah, you are ready with hunter's mark, primed and ready to drop. It's still going. I'm hunter's marking him. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, two. I'll do one arrow to see what kind of damage that does. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm basically yeah, counting this as a slight surprise round for you guys, but it will be an initiative thing. If That's you... a 26. That is a definite hit as you walk in and just shoot an arrow as he sits up. Uh, roll damage. 13 plus I get a d6 on top of that. Ooh. Uh, that's a 19 damage. He sits up from his nap, takes an arrow right to the Adam's apple, so hard it cores it, and the arrow's sticking right out the back, 
and he just falls immediately back, his crossbow in his lap going off as he leans backwards in his muscles spasm, the bolt hitting the wall beside him. He is done. I will quick drop second arrow and aim at him. Sure. The 27. That hits. Now this doesn't have the hunter's mark. No. So that's eight piercing. Uh, This one takes him. However. Yep. Shit. I didn't use my... um, I have my thingy thing 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 thing. The Gloomstalker, uh, like yeah. first round killer. So I get a D eight. What's well, on your third attack? So, in place right. of the third attack, you have a third attack. So the the this arrow first attack is a eight damage. Yeah. So this one, the arrow sinks just below his armpit, in a little spot in his armor, uh, and he. And you can tell that one of his lungs is collapsed. He is badly wounded. The second shot hits with a 25 and does... It's another uh, 12, 8, 9, 10, 20, 21. Uh, The second arrow takes him just below the first, a little bit lower in the... And must have severed something in his spine as he just drops like a ragdoll. His crossbow again skittering along the ground out of his grasp. Uh, he is done. And I just look at Archibald and go, get the other one now. Archie, what do you do? Is that the sword guy left? Yeah, I'm the sword guy. Me. He's pretty yeah. far away. Um, I, I got dash as a free action. Okay, so th- you me. can get within five feet of him without spending the dash, but if you spend dash, you can get base to base. Oh yeah, no, you're gonna get face to face. Uh, okay, so you spend your bonus action to close distance while drawing out that strain. Well, what do you want to do to him once you get there? Well, I'm gonna do like sort of like a quick draw kind of thing with this. Now, So I want to bring the hilt up. He is standing just on the far side of an open doorway. Um... Uh, I'm not going to worry about that right now. Okay. Or do you want to stop yourself? Just you have enough movement. You can go around him to get past the open doorway, or you can stand in the open doorway. Uh, past it, like through. You mean? So you'd have to scoot past the open door and try to flank around him, or you can okay. just go right up next to him. But you would actually be in the doorway. He's standing guard at a door. Uh, I'll, I'll just want to just sort of get face to face with him, really. So okay, so you kind of just whoosh, just a little bit past the doorway and turn and face him. Which uh, you are face to face with him. He's got a shield and a, and a sword as he's like uh, trying to draw the sword and it's just totally startled. Yep. What do you do? So I pull that hilt up thing and I just come from down below and as I strike him, uh, he does not have anybody near him so I'll get to add my sneak attack damage too. Uh, one mm-hmm. little point of order. It takes a bonus action to turn your sword on. I just I was going to ask. I was pretty sure that was true. Uh-huh. So you could club him with right. it or you could go dagger. No, I'm going to go yeah, knife to his ribs. Okay. So as you pull out pull it out with your other hand getting it ready, but then pull out a dagger and just make your roll. I rolled an 18, so that's going to be like 20. Yeah, that's it. Yep. 
Further road, so, doesn't really matter what you hit with. You get most of your damage from sneak attack anyway. Yeah. Six, uh, 12, 13, 14, 18 so, damage. You just come. He almost. He brings up his shield to block the hand that's holding the longsword hilt, the weird half or little broken longsword that you've got, which is actually a sunblade. Um, but he's not watching your other hand, so you just sneak it in underneath his sword arm and just take him right up under the ribs with this gasp of air as his mouth opens. But he has got like a hole in his lungs, and the air just escapes. And I'm going to cover his mouth. <laughs> I gotta, you like, cover his mouth like, and lean him against the wall. I leave the I leave the knife in there yeah. right now. And then just and lean then him down. With the other, is, I, have the one and just, I just awesome. cover his mouth. And he is dead. He doesn't even get a shout out. Okay. You're standing on the far side of the door. You kind of. All right. The hallway is I've empty. Okay. Uh, the hallway is empty. The rest of you can come down. Can I get uh, perception check from. Uh... Oh, you made short work of them! <laughs> <laughs> So there are two, I make sure I can all the boys. There are two doors on the left side of this hall. On the right side is just stone wall, and there's uh, a couple of benches. Uh, the first door is open and is just an empty stone room. There is a chair and some ropes, and it just looks like it it might have been an, uh, an interrogation room at some point. doesn't look like anyone is before in there. We, uh, before we went down there, did any of those guys have any keys on them or anything like that? Uh, you can take a moment now to uh, check that out. The guy yeah, I just that you just killed. Yeah, I just want to see if they got keys or anything. Sure, you, you do a quick sift. Uh, he's got a short sword and shield. Um, this guy doesn't actually have keys. Uh, there's crossbows okay. if you want a crossbow, by the way. I'm going to search the guy... Uh, the first guy that I killed. Sure. That was behind the desk. Sure. You find. Uh, I'm going to be like, somebody check the other one on the way by. Yeah. So, by the way, Jay, you do find uh, about eight copper and a little pouch. Um, and, Darnita, right. you find about 12 copper and a set of keys on the on the crossbow, uh, first crossbow guy that you who was taking the nap. Um, the rest of you kind of filter into there as quietly as you reasonably can, although Phyllis is definitely making that a bit harder. Um, I'll check the third guy. Sure. Second guy was, yeah. Sure. He was. He had fallen just on the uh, the nearer side of the door. They were both flanking that door. You check yeah. him over. There's a crossbow there if you want it. Uh, a dagger and uh, about. Uh, let's do a quick roll. I'll take just, the dagger, not the crossbow. Ten copper. Uh, okay. In the meantime, you can hear a rustling and some voices from within. Uh, within that first so the doorway that Jay and Fenris uh, sorry Archibald and Fenris are now flanking um, that doorway there seems to be a little flickering light of a lantern or a torch or something in there um, and there does a, it does sound like there are some people in there uh, the hallway I turn back to the others and I put a finger to my lips like to be quiet the hallway oh, also more of them. continues okay. <laughs> The hallway also continues uh, and is partially blocked by a large stone, and it does continue on down straight ahead and into darkness. What do you want to do? Just keep going. Uh, do you want to go in the door you're flanking, or do you want to go down the hallway? 
I don't know if the, if there's torchlight. Like I assume we want to probably stay away from torchlight. Uh, I, I want to peer around the corner, the the doorway, because because I, I heard noise right inside. So yeah, I want to take inside. Yeah. So, so you, I just want to take a quick peek. Okay, you get down I, low. Stealthily. Sorry, what was that, Jarmina? I would go with him stealthily. Okay, so. Uh, you guys do the old, one of you goes low and one of you goes high, so you can both kind of peek around. Um, what you see is in the in the torchlight in the room, it, the room is covered in debris and stone and straw, and it's got a strong, tangy, musty smell to it. Um, it it is definitely irregular stone and very bizarre. There's also a strange green glow to the room. Uh, some of the walls shine with a kind of greenish glint. You also smell rot. Immediately in front of you, about 10, maybe 15 feet away from the door you're just peering into, you see metal. You see full plate armor on a knight looks like a knight of peller type person they're currently facing away and next to them a little bit further into the room there's a man in a dark red maybe black in that light robe hmm. i'm going to signal to fenris They are not the only two in that room. It's hard oh, to make it out, but the room does continue on. You can s just make out the crumpled... There's a form on the floor, maybe five feet in front of the, uh, the red-robed man, uh, and a smaller form next to him on the ground. Just behind that, near, one, near the back wall, there's kind of a pillar halfway down. Uh, it's a very irregular-shaped room. And there's a man in armor, black chainmail, um, just down past these crumpled bodies on the ground or crumpled forms in the dark, uh, dim light. Torches in here seem to be not as bright as they should be. It's as though the shadows are eager to eat up the light. But the glinting of the green off the walls, and you hear some shuffling and some grunting and some swearing uh, from further in and down to the right. Uh, they appear to be talking in a low voice, saying things like, Yes, that one will do. Yes. Bring me another. Well, we don't have any more right now. Well, then bring me more from upstairs. We need more. Send them down. Toss them on the pile with the rest. And get more workers as well. I'm moving my hunter's mark to... <laughs> him to the green guy uh, mm -hmm. right. committed oh, sorry guy. to the robe, red robed guy yeah the robe guy. he does not appear to respond so he doesn't appear to have noticed as you mutter and concentrate and right. yeah Archibald so is busy like signaling to in. keep moving not completely yeah. you know where everyone else is, but like following along. How much can I see into this room? Um, actually, if you stand in the back of kind of the back of the hallway and peer in, 
You would sure. be, your small form might not be noticed. Um, sure. Uh, you can actually see pretty much everything else they see. Uh, so the is room... it is it like dirt floor or not? It I is, can't really tell from the map. It starts out as dirt. Uh, starts out as worked stone, and it's as if the back wall has been just crumbled, and inside is a more natural looking cavern. Um, you do just barely make out that looks like there have been wooden boards hastily nailed into the dirt and stone walls and there are a lot and I mean a lot of humanoid shapes tied to or nailed to these wooden boards uh, Balth Balthasar as the others are peering down here a little hint of movement catches your attention in the hallway the dead crossbowman that Darmida lanced through the Adam's apple his cord you've seen the apple was cord yes cord um you see you you've seen dead bodies before and he was twitching for a little while normally the twitching is stopped by now and it did for a little while and then it started twitching again which kind of drew your attention and this is from Gemini. One of the dead guards, head hangs limply, still halfway laying down on the bench where he died, his eyes black and cold, staring at nothing. He kind of twitches a little, pretty violently, and then falls off onto the ground and slumps and lays there. But you can definitely see a slight movement to the left hand, and then a bit to the right as it it's as if its body isn't quite under its control. Either he's... Yeah, that's weird. This is what happens when you don't give people their last rights. I'm telling you. Well, how much time do you have to get them last rights? It just happened! <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? Oh, yeah. The round is like six seconds. Yeah, this is well, your... What am I going to do? Yeah. Not quite um, in six-second combat rounds, but, you know, it's been about okay. 30 seconds and all. Well, uh, uh, Your new friends are very I good mean, at killing things. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not so much of uh, the killing type. So whoever is closest to me, I'm going to sort of reach out and be like, Hey, you, new friend, new friend, there's something over here. You pointed out to the big guy. Ben Coom, yep. this towering Goliath who looks at it, the thing on the ground, he kicks it, and you can see that it doesn't move at first, and then the arms start to try and reach out ever so slightly, the eyes just lolling, the tongue, the neck kind of ever so slightly moving as it's not standing up, it's still on the ground by the, by the, um, by the bench, but it is definitely moving, either undead or not quite dead, one or the other doesn't matter to Ben Coombe. He just brings his hammer down on, that its, sounds head, like him. Yep. on its head. There, everyone else who's peeking quietly down the, uh, down the doorway hears this fairly loud thump followed by a rather squelching, squishing sound. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you all duck back as the night inside that cave room turns and looks towards the sound they just heard out of the door and takes a few steps towards you guys 
What do you want to do? Mm. Um, I want to quiet like get to basically the other side of the doorway, so like where where Archie is, kind of. Sure. Uh, I'm no. moving you, but I guess you can um, move yourself. So I want to try and. Okay, you scoot over there. Can I get you to so do a stealth check? They for go me? check out the other direction. They won't see me. Yeah. Uh, and give me a second. Fine. Uh, and Archibald, you're doing something. What are you doing? Well, I would I would like to make sure that I'm sussing the way out of here. Okay. So you actually push past where um, where Phyllis then tucks in next to you, and you go walking towards this boulder, put your back to it, and turn and peek down the hall. It is a much more it's rough for about 30 40 yeah probably actually only about 25 more feet and then it gets to be that worked polished stone and it turns and arcs down uh off to the left there's some ruin okay. and crumbled walls but everything seems relatively stable right now and most importantly there doesn't appear to be anyone down that way okay so do you want to keep that's going the way I'm yeah. No, uh, I'm going to wait with the gang. Okay, so you peer back and you see uh, them moving around. Uh, Fenris, what do you, uh, Fenris, what do you want to do? You can hear the clank of the uh, paladin or knight's armor coming closer. Hmm. Um, okay, I am going to ready a... I'm going to ready a, uh, a spell. And... Um, yeah, I, I'm going to wait for... Basically, I'm going to back up a bit. Okay. Quietly. Yeah. Um, and I will be readying a hold person spell for when the, the knight kind of pops out. Nice. Darmido, what are you doing? I've already uh, put my hunter's mark on... And I, I put a little kind of thingy on yeah, him. Yeah, I saw that. That's not the guy who's approaching the door. That was the red robe no. figure. So as soon as he comes out, and I'm just going to kind of press myself up flat against this, like, kind of right here. Okay. Like, right on the thing. Um, I'm going to hold my action for kind of, because I see Fenris getting ready, and I'll wait for him to attack. And as soon as he does, I'm going to kind of reach around and kind of under and uh, shoot him. Okay. Belazar? A reach under. It seems as if uh, everybody's in pretty good health. Um, so I'm not going to go healing anybody. I'm just going to use my sacred flame ability. Sure. Um, You're ready. So... Uh, at... is, no, this is, a, this is a cantrip, so I can use this whenever I want. Absolutely. So at this moment, the knight steps into the hallway and looks out. Didn't see Phyllis. Uh, Phyllis, uh, you were being stealthy. He looks out into the Thank hall you. and looks down towards the massive Goliath and the tiefling standing over the body of a crumpled guard. Um, and just as the knight steps out... Yep. It's a uh, woman with curious. reddish hair, very short-cropped. A mace yeah. in one hand, a massive metal shield in the other. And does she have the eye of Pelor? Like markings? The eye. The eye. Or is she nondescript? 
Uh, she does have the Eye of Pelor markings, that, which is the Pelor, but instead of the emblazoned yeah. head, it's kind of a shadowy with missing, um, like, darkened eyes. If that is enough for me, I cast Hold Person. Okay. Oh, natural one. Ooh. And... The muscles lock. The, the footsteps stop. They're standing there staring at, at the Goliath. Darmina, you're closest. Uh, yeah, I actually kind of reach around um, and I take my two shots here. Oh, okay. So you, you fire at the red-robed man in the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nicely done. You can... I let them deal with him. That's fair. So you lean Her. right in next to this knight, your face almost brushing the breastplate as you lean in around the corner and <laughs> with your longbow. Uh, make your two shots. 24 and 27. Both of them hit soundly, sinking into the back. Of this red-robed man. 2d6. Uh, so that's 9 plus 11. So 20, 30. 30. That is a good hit. They sink into the... And the, the person stumbles to their knees. Oh, wait. Hold on. I think... Did I mess that up? That math? Somebody math check me. Nine. No, you, yeah, because no, you, right. you get Hunter's Mark, so you get a three and a six, yep, and you get right. 11 and a 10. So you did okay. 30. All right, the red robe figure is an older man, as you can see, has got this long grizzled beard. Um, <clears throat> arms, the, the, the robes are stained dark from basically from the wrists all the way up to just past the elbows, uh, and has been leaning over um, this smaller figure. Uh, which is laying on the ground in front of him. The arrows sink deep into the back, and he stumbles down on his knees and and almost onto all fours, gasping and calling out, Still alive. Badly, badly hurt. All right, uh, next up. uh, I guess we'll we'll do this as a surprise round and just kind of go around the horn. Uh, So Fenris went. Balthazar, let's resolve you first. Okay. Uh, so that was 15 versus Dex. Um, okay, and, uh, uh, I rolled. Event. Sorry. Auto. Actually, they Dex. auto fail. They auto, auto fail. fail. Yep. So go ahead and roll your okay, damage. Man. Hold person, man. You have used that so well. Oh, I yeah, know. it's funny. He's got a great like save DC, but also he's just gotten really lucky. <laughs> like everyone rolls so low against you. So that's uh, that's 14 damage, and uh, it looks um, rather than being like a streak of sunlight that comes in, as you know one might expect from like a sacred heavenly type of thing, it's more like um, the sort of you know those bubbling arms of solar energy that kind of like ripple on the surface of the sun. It just kind of comes mm. out of the earth as if it's coming straight up from hell. Nice, um, nice. But but you know Balthazar is uh, he's a good guy. He's like, I'm very sorry about this. <laughs> uh, so you slam that into the knight, and uh, the knight just uh, the, the the part of their armor blackens and and uh, definitely took the hit. Sorry, how much damage was it again? Fifteen. 
15. All right, cool. Uh, the knight doesn't that bad move. for a cantrip. All the muscles are locked tight, but you can tell that that must have hurt a little bit, but still doing fine. All right. Uh, Good damage, yeah. Absolutely. Felice, oh, sorry. Uh, did I miss anybody? Archie, you're a little further away. We'll come back to you. Uh, Felice. Yeah. Um, this so knight's back is to you. Previously. Yeah. I think they got it. Um, let me do my own thing. Archie is further off to the left uh, behind you. Yeah, so this this place the... looks like it gets all like less stone floor and more like earth and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. It, it's um, definitely rough hewn in places. Well, I want to like see if I, I I think I like basically I like look at the so I see this happen, right? I I, I had sort of hidden behind the the doorway opening so that they would look the other way and not notice me and that worked great i see everyone start attacking and just like previously oh look you, you know, make sure work of them i i've acknowledged their ability and i am starting looking around for components because i am a caster without components right now absolutely yeah um and i think i basically start to scrabble at the corners of the room where the stone turns to dirt and I'm trying to dig for clay. Oh yeah, yeah. You can definitely find some. It mm -hmm. takes a little bit to clear away. Yeah, some I think that's dirt. my action. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so you dig in this corner over here, and, yeah, and find yourself a couple of mitfuls of clay. You've also nice. found. Some... And then I start to like shape them, but I'm not gonna cast right now. I'm gonna I, actually. Like... I'll also say that along the way, with the various bodies you've found, um, you can have found a few pouches that others discarded, so you can have a place to keep these things rather than just. Nice. All right, uh, Archie, you are standing right next to a large rock, which halfway blocks the hallway. Uh, the way ahead of you was clear, but these guys seem to be dealing with this knight that just popped into the hall behind you. Where do you want to go? And, and uh, uh, I guess, do I know about the uh, guy who got hit with the arrows a couple times through the door? You did see Darmida turn and fire through the door, but you didn't right, see right. the actual okay. impacts. This knight looks uh, like she's built like a brick house. Sorry? Do I have enough movement to make it through the door? Uh, probably just, yes. You're going to have to kind of... Okay. You can get up to the door and peek in. Uh, that one's no problem. But if you want to go further than that, you'll have to spend a bonus action dash. Yeah, I'll do that again. And then if I notice the guy with the arrows in him, I will go and try to... Uh, All right. I guess if anything, I would like to try to see if if he's still alive. I'll put my knife to his throat. Sure. You scoot through the doorway, squeezing past the knight as part of your dash. You come up right behind this crumpled old man. Get your knife up next to his throat. He's definitely still alive. You look up. There's a fallen body of a fairly large figure on the ground in front of him, and then a smaller crumpled form of a child just to his right that he had been pulling on and just past the child maybe eight to ten feet away from you is a man in black chainmail who's seeing this go down and just reaches for a, a, a wicked looking broadsword like a thicker blade than average pulling that out as you rush up to this old man crumpled on the ground um, on hands and knees okay I if I can I'll finish or put my or slash his throat and see if i do enough damage to finish. do you want to do you want to stab him right now or are you trying to threaten him or what are you doing oh, I wanna, if i see this guy drawing the sword i'm definitely stabbing him right now 
Okay, so you're going to be stabbing the, the crumpled wizard-looking man. Not wizard. Yes. With, his, with his dagger. Cultist. With arrows and Absolutely, man. Uh, and he Maybe is... Like I'm just not going to take any chances. Absolutely. Make your roll. Ooh, strangely enough. <laughs> uh, that would just be, it would only be a, a 10 to hit. Strangely enough. It's probably not going to do probably it. Probably not going to do it, but let's no. take a look. Uh, no, it does not. Sorry, man. Um, he, okay. It does not quite make it through the thick cloth robes, and he's trying to get an arm up and hold you off. Maybe like the old man just like shifted a little bit at the last second. Oh, he's also trying to hold your arm back. It's like the whole yeah. Saving Private Ryan thing. Yeah, he probably got distracted by the guy with with the chainmail just drawing the sword. Like, oh, you're here. Yeah, yeah. It just it's took not that like me to get distracted. All right, you do notice now that you're further into the room. It's rough cut stone, as though the back wall of this interrogation room had just been blown out into a cave. It's uh, about maybe maybe 20 feet deep with a couple of passageways, one going off to the left, kind of one going straight and left around what looks to be kind of greenish coated walls. There's another opens up into a slightly larger chamber off to your right. Um, there appears to be a nook kind of carved directly adjacent to where uh, probably a good 20 feet to your right and it is piled high with bodies D villagers and all manner of folk just piled in this massive gruesome mess there is are there a pile three. of their belongings there are um in fact there are three guard looking folks besides this man in the dark chainmail who look like they were hauling bodies or looting or pulling people down or tying people up uh, on these wooden platforms that are strung up around, or wooden crossbeams that are strung up into the walls, um, chaining people on, and there is just so much death in this room. There, at first glance, only appear to be one, two, three, four of those, let's call them prison guards, but they're all wearing um, black, darker chainmail, and do have the Eye of Peller symbol emblazoned on them. Um, and then this old man that seems to be putting up more of a fight than you expected, and the knight behind you. That's it. Well, initiative it time, huh? Yeah, way. let's roll initiative. Yeah. That was your surprise <clears throat> round, everybody. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't know if this was a good idea, but it is what it is now. It is what it is. All right, let's just go around the horn. Uh, Bella. 18. Nice. 11. Uh, Fenris is 11. Okay. Felice coming in with a... 7. seven. What do you got there, uh, Balhazar? Uh, so Balhazar must have been like just his nose must have been buried in these new scrolls he's got. He's he's looking, uh, you know, he's he's checking it against uh, you know canon 
Uh, and uh, he, so he rolls a two on initiative. As in, I rolled a one, and then I added my dex bonus. <laughs> That's two crit fails tonight. You get used to Welcome it. Welcome to the game. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... She should not be smaller. Oh, well, she's smaller. Gemini, absolutely. Throw interesting thoughts our way whenever you want. We brought that little guard back for you. It actually ties in. You'll see later. Uh, and, uh, Archibald, how'd you do? 19. 19. Nice. What is your modifier to your initiative, by the way? Probably pretty high. Seven. Seven? Okay, cool. Nice. We were talking about that when you weren't here last time. I was like, it's gotta be like at least eight or something. And, uh, <laughs> Bella, can you roll for Vancouver? Yeah. Um, I'll just roll a d20. And I don't know what his mod is. I rolled a nine. Okay. And then whatever his, I guess, dex is. Let's put him at uh, just after Fenris. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> I'm rolling these old school. And <laughs> I rolled two ones. Anyway, uh, that's fun. At least you're not the only one there. All right. So go in first, Archie. Uh, I'm going to hang on to this grip if I can this old man almost grab him and pull him up and try to use him as either a, a shield or be a hostage because he's got to be sort of the more higher up kind of guy in the room right now absolutely so judging you're... by his fashion sense uh, I'm going to get you to do an athletics check this will be part of your new br tavern brawler feat if you like 17 alright nice I imagine that beats the hell out of this old man but let's find out he puts up a surprisingly good struggle, but not good enough. As he's trying to fend you off, he's like, No, no, I don't know who you are, but we are going to kill you. As you're basically got him in a half choke, and it's almost sunk in. Uh, all right. Yeah, I have, the, I have the knife to his throat, and I've definitely, I'm going to cover his nose and mouth with my other hand. All right, nice. So you're, uh, I'm going to say any spellcasting gets real complicated for him, since you said that. Not quite gagged or anything, but it's going to make it harder for him. All right, Darmina. Okay, I'm pinching his nose and like holding my hand over his mouth. Darmina. Uh, all oh, right. Sorry, gonna... Archie. Did you want to do anything else? That was your action, or is that your bonus? I'm gonna tell. I'll tell the uh, biggie, biggie, to drop his blade. Fat chance, little man. I don't know who you are. This is the man in the black chainmail talking to you. And he literally is holding a body in the left hand of a little girl, drops it on the ground, and now has his blade in his other hand, and looks at you and is like, you walked in the wrong door. And he assumes a, a threatening stance. Um, okay. Dermita. So she's still out of commission? Uh, she doesn't appear to be moving yet. The knight... Yeah, she. Yeah, she's still locked in place. Uh, hustle past her. Sure, no problem. You squeeze around her. Um, to here. Sure. Yeah. Or actually, I'll go to here. Yeah, you don't want to be quite. Right yeah, up. you don't want to be that close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, is the old man still breathing? Is he my is. hunter? Yeah. Okay. He's struggling uh, against Archie's grip. He's still alive. The two arrows digging painfully into his back, but he is still alive. 
Buffy's holding him up. Yeah. So he's not prone. No. All right. Yep. I'm going to take my first shot at him. Nice. Walks in the room. All right. 28. 28. Oi. Yes, you hit soundly. If you missed, you might have hit Archie, but... Uh, wow. Less... Archie's like, get back. And the arrow goes right through his temple and out the other side. It looks like one of those novelty hats. So 14 total. Yeah, he's dead. He had three hit points. No. Um, and bonus action. Yeah. I'll move my hunter's mark to the the black chainmail guy. Sure, there's this guy directly across from Archibald or other people further into the room. Yeah, the one who was holding the child is the one I want to aim at because I see the child on the floor. Yeah. All right, uh, that is moved. He is now hunter's marked in green there. Okay. All right, you and still have another attack, I believe. Yeah, I will take my my second. Uh... By the way, the casual way you just walked in the room and like. <laughs> <laughs> That's badass. That's... Sorry, was that cut out? That's Darmita's way. Just like, hey, yo, ka-ching. Um, why isn't this? I clicked on it. Why isn't there it, it not? There it goes. 29. Holy crap. You haven't rolled below a 17 all night. <laughs> um, so the D, so that's three plus seven, nine. Or ten. 10 damage to him. And I've probably pissed him off now. Oh, yeah. Uh, the arrow, he actually gets a little piece of it and deflects, and it digs into one of his arms a little bit on the way by, a glancing shot. He looks pretty tough. Um, Great. All right. Next up, Fenris. Right. He's still staring at the... Night woman who's locked in place in that entryway. And, and so she has a shield and a. Shield and a mace. And a mace? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. Um, and plate mail. And plate mail. Darcy, for a moment, I, I almost made it hen, but then I remembered what was going on in the room and I was like, nah, hen wouldn't put up with that. <laughs> I need to conserve my spells because I used a lot of them. Call, man. <laughs> we could just leave. I mean, I think no. maybe, I'm not sure where we're going. Are we going yeah. in? Or are we going we, around? They do have these things yeah. called cantrips. Yeah, they do. I, I'm, I was either I was either going to take her her mace from her <laughs> or, or use a cantrip, but I will keep my I will keep my distance and um, I will uh, I will cast a flame bolt at her. A firebolt at her. By the way, I love the token for Saskia that you drew, which just walked in. Saskia walks up next yeah, to you. Yeah, it's too small. You... I need to change the scale on it later, but uh, I can't right. right now. Saskia walks up next to you as you extend your hand, Fenris, and summon this darkening energy around you, like a like a almost like a dark cloud around your hand, which then lances out in this. It's almost like a shadow-wrapped flame bolt. It does cast a little bit of light, but it's eaten up by the shadowy smoke behind it. 
All right. Um, oh, wait, it's an attack roll, right? Yeah. Yeah, so with advantage, so I rolled a 19. Nice. 19 definitely hits. Okay. And, um... Uh, 11 damage. Nice. All right. Um, again, it sinks in. You can tell that it's jam like slammed into her uh, chest plate, and she's just locked in place still, but is definitely doing some damage. She's still alive. All right. Uh, coming up next, unless you want to do anything else. No, I I'm good at... I'm good to let Benkum and the others finish Saskia off. walks up next to you as you do this and reaches out for your other hand. You raised up your left hand and yeah. let it loose this bolt. She comes up next to you and takes your right hand and stands there looking forward and just just kind of taking it in. Alright, coming up next, Benkum. What's Benkum do, Darmida? Benkum smash night. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's what Ben Coombe does. I mean, he smashes. And so I think he's going to walk up to... Uh, I got to see where he's at. Cause uh, I, I moved him for you. Okay. So yeah, he goes up to her and just kind of gives her this kind of side grin. I kill you. And uh, I think he'll hit once with the maul I think he has well yeah. he actually yeah. just switched to a spear technically but he has also got a maul if he wants to use his shield he has to have his spear mm -hmm. okay um, or he can double hand the maul right or right, he's got right. his chain he's got all kinds of options maul maul smash great weapon mastery yeah just smash yeah I mean I feel like that's what I'm using the shield because he was like trying to hold everyone off, but this is an attack. He's, yep. he's not in defense mode, he's in attack mode. All right, go ahead yeah. and roll twice. Um, can Great I? Great weapon mastery. Okay, I because I don't know much about this. Um, can I rage first? Yes, absolutely. I don't know how many rages he has left. I think he only used one so far today. And I love it, Gemini. Like I'll do that in a sec. Five. I don't know what they get at this level, but quite a few, so it should be fine. Um, so I'm going to rage. Absolutely. And can I use that great weapon mastery? Sure, you can do reckless too if you want. That sounds like a bit <laughs> Kumi type of thing. Oh, no, he doesn't need to. Doesn't need to. He rolls with advantage. He would know that. And he'll yeah. crit. Um... Oh. First dice is an 11 plus whatever his modifiers are. Yeah. Well, at least five, uh, roll it again, because technically he just bashed You have advantage. Shield. You have advantage. The 19 will hit. The first one, um, it almost... I'm going to hand wave this as the first one comes down and smashes the shield that she's lo got locked in place, and the arm and the shield both get knocked down. Um, the arm taking a bad wound, which you're about to roll 2d6 and add something like 6 to it, I'm assuming. Okay. 2d6. Uh, <coughs> uh, from I'm just... the mall. It's basically arm-breaking damage as he went after the shield on purpose, and her AC okay. just went down by 2. I think it's something like 2d6 plus 15. Oh, it's crit, isn't it? So you get to roll uh, 46. It's, it's 46 plus 15, because great weapon mastery, and I'm sure... 
I'm assuming if he gets a plus five, because if I think yeah, he's got one for magic weapon, two from two from range, three from range. I think it's, I think it's probably three at this point. Damage. Yeah. And then he's got. So. I think he only has three bonus from strength, but it might be so I now, assumed it's sure. like yeah, he's either plus fifteen or plus sixteen. I can't remember. I don't think it matters. So four d six. Fifteen for the yep. first roll. For the first hit. Twenty six. Okay. Okay. Second. And Second hit with advantage. Second hit with advantage is... <clears throat> Actually, save your rolls. <laughs> okay. Just came down and just... Bang! Clobbers the side of her head, which the head just snaps. The arm goes limp. The shield clams, clangs to the ground. And she's... Even even though the spell is holding on her... the It's weird, because the spell is still holding her in place as yeah, half muscles. of her head is just caved in and like blood starts seeping from it didn't it didn't cut but it smashed the jaw and skin so much that it just starts seeping blood down yeah. the side and out any orifice and the shoulder is just caved in and the body is still held there and her eyes just kind of roll back and the shield hits the ground at which point the night when she was attacked, the seal or symbol of Peller on the shield was damaged. This is Gemini Twin, by the way. Thanks very much. From the stone of the prison, black tentacles come up through the floor and into the night. Um, and uh, where is that? It just like, right I just need to know there. if I see it or not. Oh, yeah, you definitely do. Um, okay, cool. The shadows itself kind of tugging at her as she's still locked in place you can hear this scream and the prison itself rumbles slightly and the, uh the spell holds and then um you get the sense that something much worse than the night may have to be dealt with as she cr um by the way she's dead you can tell she's dead at least you think okay that's Vancouver. Uh, so, um, what comes out of her? Can he hit at it? Um, he kind of stands. As... Sure, he could spend another. He'll hit that body. He sweeps her legs out from. You can roll again if you want. I'm just wondering if there's something for him to attack because he knows she's dead. She he went again. Um, it but... doesn't look like it, but she's still standing. So I don't know that he would know that it's the spell that Fenris is maintaining. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So I think he's going to attack <laughs> I think he's going to attack her again and just try to bowl her down. Go ahead and make a roll. Okay. Um, so Sounds that's it. Advantage. Yep. Uh, let me. First uh, one hits anyway, and so it's auto crit. You don't even need to roll the damage. It's mostly for flavor. He's just like fall down. <laughs> smashes her legs out from under her and like shatters it as uh, like from the back and the metal plate kicks it up in the air and she just goes even with the spell in place she has to fall over now uh right and she goes scooting down and falls actually almost slams into sarah who's standing next to fenris there uh as and the knight crumples to the ground uh and the black tendrils almost leave the body now as though like rats um 
leaving Great. a sinking ship and they sink into the little places in the floor. You're not sure if it's a trick of the eye or what. And there's just a little rumble and a Ooh. couple of stones fall. Crap. And you get the idea that, you know, these rough-hewn walls, they've been reclaiming. And that's not an old process. This is an ongoing thing. The whole place kind of just a little. And does he have any more movement left? Uh, yeah, he does. Um, He's a barbarian. Can... He's got moves for days. Yep. Can he move the rest of his movement into the room? Because he would go... Sure. I'm going to say he gets right even with Darmida. Yeah. He, he right. would be. He would want to look out for Darmida. Yeah. Felice... Um, so not a police thing, but something I was thinking about. Uh, the people we released previously, theoretically, they would have been able to follow us at a faster rate than the guards because the guards were caught in webs and junk. True. So have any of them been following us or not? Um, I'm going to say for the sake of me not losing my mind tracking NPCs, I'm no, going to say fair, that yeah. the web and all the clamoring and all of that... Um, that one sketchy-looking dude that Fenris saw making for the the bathrooms eventually called out and was like, "Oi, if you want, come with me. Come this way. Don't follow those idiots. That's down. Follow me." And so he's okay. kind of siphoned them off north. So you guys, at cool. the moment, are by yourselves. Awesome. Great. Um... So he said someone died, and then a bunch of black goo came out. Is that yep. right? Can you mark yep. that for me on this map? Sure. Right there? Right there. Um, I think my gut is to make, like, an arcana check about what the heck's going on, honestly. So. Sorry, guys. All right, make an arcana check. Like, that's not a creature as far as my brain can comprehend until I can discern what it is. Right. Uh, 18. Um, oh, okay. what's that? <laughs> You that's different. You look at that, and then you look at the other corpses, which are they're not standing, but they are moving slightly. Mm -hmm. There is strong sense of necromatic, necromantic. This is the only one with like weird black goo coming out of it. Is it not goo? Did I misinterpret the goo? No, you were right about um, kind of tendrils of black goo. Right, but and then that is now retreating into the floor. Uh, and a, a few of those tendrils. Oh, I thought it was like coming them. out, and William like, "Whoa, we're gonna attack you!" No, it's it's almost it's like that. it was. It was almost like the the shadow, the the seeping. The building is darkness. sucking their soul it's into their It's reclaiming their bodies to like. Okay, I'm okay with them. that. That sounds like a very like. In fact, you actually watch as one of the tendrils of black goo, almost like a slug, starts like creeping along the floor. The rest of it kind of mm. goes into the floor. This one is close to one of the. Yeah. Um, the dead bodies of the uh, that guy that Archibald stabbed right here, and you can see it climb up his body and into his eyes, and then the body kind of does this. It's not an instantaneous process, but it's with an 18 on Arcana. This is necromatic, necroman. Why can't I say words? Um, so, so something's actually like. Okay, I thought you were saying the like. <laughs> But it's not going to be a problem imminently. But if you left it for long enough, you're not sure how long that would be. But right. long enough, you would have a bunch of dead zombies or something. Okay. I'm not sure where that's... No I was interpreting it as being the, like... The building or the ground was, like, reclaiming the bodies. But now I'm not sure where the, like, 
goo is coming from. I'm a little lost. It came out of the floor. Came out of the floor. And into the Grabbed them. the body, went into it. It started going into it, and then the, it just <clears> got <throat> wrecked, so the body wasn't useful anymore, and then it seeped out again. And now is... Oh, uh, that's trying. why I got confused, because Sorry. it came back out, and I got Yeah, lost. it came back out again um, after Ben <clears throat> Kuma okay. kept Can hitting I it. determine the source? That seems With like 18, I need to figure out you just get the on. sense that there is strong necromantic, necromantic mm -hmm. magic in this whole vicinity and the further down you go the more powerful it gets there was okay. a hint of it in the uh, do i have time above. to cast a spell or is that sure yeah time? yeah no go ahead okay so i see this and i'm like need to consult spirits about that see what they're doing uh and uh i will i guess it doesn't require it's just verbal and somatic so i need to come up with some sort of dance or something sure um hold on one more time i'm gonna put you on the big screen there you go. Do it. Uh, yeah, you know, why not? Let's just let's go with dances. Um, she does a merry jig. Um, go ahead. There you go. Some clapping and um, some some. I'm getting uh, some strong joke. Smoke. Vibes. Some 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 smoke is gonna sort of pour out of uh, little cracks in the floor okay. and materialize. Assuming I have control about the spell. The spell I'm casting <clears> is. Conjure minor elementals. Nice. That's gonna um, take. She's one of the following options for what appears, and and then it's that whole thing where some people interpret the spell as being the GM decides exactly what the creature is, and you only get the CR. Or some people say, yeah, I just choose the creature; it doesn't matter. You can so go that's ahead and pick. Debatable. Um, and I was gonna go with smoke methods for theming. Yeah, of I was gonna go dark smoke energy. monster for um, yeah, totally for lost kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and I think I get, I think, how many do I get of those? I think they're CR Would half. you like that as more like an air elemental or a fire or a hint of both? Well, well yeah, that's the thing, right? Smoke elements are both, or, okay. or smoke methods, right? Method, all methods are two elements right. combined. That's right. So let's um, do that. It's uh, So I believe they're CR half, which means I get four of them. Wow. Nice. So yeah. all the torches in the whole, in the hallway go a flare slightly brighter and then go oh out. smoker actually quarter um so i actually get eight nice um, yeah which so, means they're basically useless because they just explode instantly but i'm not, I'm not doing it for the combat utility <laughs> i'm doing it for the i want to talk to some smoke methods all right so go ahead and, and pull <laughs> i'm up. consulting the spirits here i'm just gonna give you control of this thing this thing let's see if i can do that what is that thing it's technically a pool of blood, but I tinted it black, and I'll make a bunch <laughs> of copies. And that's going to be... I mean, they're tiny, if that helps. <laughs> There's four of them in this one square. How about that? <clears throat> Two per square. There you go. I don't, I'm not going to go look for smoke things all right, nice. right what i'm saying is that like these two that's all eight of them okay cool i like it yeah they're all swirling and there's okay cool yeah. cool cool all right you have your minions all right ba ba what do you know about this what is going on here and we i start communing it's probably all like telepathic because yeah. when you conjure stuff you can communicate that way you no problem unfortunately you are going to be out of time after the conjure yeah, don't don't yeah we don't need to play that as yeah. well i'm just saying Balhazar. that's happening in the absolutely. background absolutely <clears throat> All this is going so, down. Still, I don't get the sense that anybody needs a particular healing. Um, I mean, if anybody's worried about death, I could cast Death Ward. 
But that um, is the hard part about playing a healing focus character. It's like, well, no one needs me. <laughs> stand here. <laughs> well, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cantrip. Oh, that might change uh, soon. That might change soon. Cantrip whatever seems to be most wounded. Okay, so you start walking so, toward. You're gonna have to walk forward and look down into the room into which these guys have disappeared. Um, you you do so and just walk into the room, kind of behind the big guy, uh, and look around and you see the black chainmailed guy standing there threatening. Um, you see the Archibald holding the dead body of the old uh, cultist with the arrow through its skull. Uh, you also mm -hmm. see a. Um, you get there just in time to see the black chainmail guy drop the little girl uh, and look up at Archie and threaten him. Um, what do you want to do? Um, I think I'm going to go after the chainmail. Um, Actually, do me a favor. Foe. Do a perception check for me. <laughs> and I'm going to say disadvantage. No, you've got dark vision, so just straight. I still crit failed. Okay. So oh my god! It's very. That's the third one. You yeah, know happens in three. Uh, Give me your sheet. So, <laughs> so right. sacred flame. Um, Absolutely. I'm attacking. I'm targeting the um, the, the person. Ah, uh, he now. fails. So go ahead and roll your damage, unless you want me to. Uh, oh, you didn't even need me to roll it. No, it, you, it's a save actually. So I roll. Uh, DC fifteen, you said. Uh yeah. No, I, I still roll it. No, uh, Sacred Flame is a saving throw, so you don't actually get to roll that one. Don't I still need to target with a cantrip? Nope. That's the. You don't have to roll to hit, they save instead. Yeah. yeah, so he saved, but you do get to roll damage. If he saved, you wouldn't roll anything because it just wouldn't hurt him. But it does. What your your you energy adding? kind of I... lances over past Ben Coom uh, and okay. Archibald. So uh, 15. 15 damage. Nice. All right. Is there someone else that it, I'm not seeing? It's uh, not a bad cantrip. There are three and four enemies in that room still, but oh, you cool. you technically can't see any of them right yeah, now. Yeah, it's fair. You're yeah. in the hallway. All right. Uh, Good job. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, nice job, uh, Balazar. You this guy is, drops the little girl and threatens Archie, and then you slams him, and he looks up at you, and he's like, ah, "You." You recognize this guy, Balazar. This is one of the nastiest, most brutal guards. He's actually a captain of the guard, uh, of the prison guard, and he has a rep. Even you, who don't generally dig into these kinds of things, try to be helpful, you know that mm. this guy, his internet, we need a name for this guy. Uh, we need a name for the captain of the guard who is probably about to die horribly. Yeah, we don't really need a name. <laughs> I want a name. He should. He, he'll have a legacy. He should. A legacy of awfulness. Gotta have something to on Steve. His name is Captain of the Guard Steve. His name is Steve Legacy. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Oh my god, I want to make a character named Steve Legacy. It's That's a really such good a great name. name. <laughs> uh, his I do really enjoy like normal name, really like intense last name. Yep. So <laughs> his name is Captain Legacy. Oh, Captain Steve Stumpy Legacy. Thank you, Yao Fan. It's canon. He hates the nickname Stumpy. Like hates it. Like the last oh, yeah. person who called him Stumpy died under questionable circumstances within the prison and it was a fellow does he have guard. a like 
did, did he did he earn this nickname somehow that is apparent in our glances? I think he earned it in the local whorehouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. great. It's what all the girls said. Gotcha. That explains yeah. his horrible, horrible rage. All right. Next up. Their turn, finally. All right. This guy runs forward and goes after Archibald, uh, stepping over the body of the fallen girl. Another guard... Now seeing what's going on, draws a blade and also runs forward, um, trying to engage the nearest person, which was Archie. Oh, oh nice, Yao mm-hmm. Failed eunuch. Nice. He's got an angry inch. All right. Uh, this guy, uh, he's going to squeeze past uh, and get one more step and to base to base with Darmida. 5, 10, 15, 20... 25, 30, get right in next to Archie. So, Archie, they got three guys piling on you. Sorry, man. I can handle it. Does a... Hold on. Hold on. Oh, that's it? <laughs> Does an 11 hit, or a 12 hit your AC? No. 14? No. How about a... Uh, plus... Or 17. It does, but I will use my bonus action to add my uh, proficiency to the AC and dodge that one as well. So nice. Good reaction. That it's all, he's kind of like using the old man's body still as a meat shield. Nice. Right. He's just holding him up with one hand, like puts him in the way as the short sword goes into it and just about gets you. He nicked your cravat. <laughs> there's now a hole in your in your fancy bro uh whatever it is i don't know clothing um all right uh the cummerbund. Guy, yes uh there's a rip in your cummerbund uh darmita the other guy swings at you i am rolling awful does a seven hit your ac darmita all right yeah. uh these guys are tarot bad all right uh Oh, and I forgot, the guy you're facing does get to... The first guy, the black uh, chainmailed knight... Uh, sorry, Captain <laughs> Steve Stumpy Legacy. I gave him a name for a reason. Does get a second yep. swing at Archie, and he does a... Does a 19 hit your AC? Yes. Okay. So that one hits you as he gets you with his sword, which is pretty nasty-looking piece of work. Uh, that's gonna be 10 damage uh, slashing damage to Archibald okay alright he will also turn to one of the other guys and yell at them Um, just basically Captain Legacy's like you're gonna kill them you're gonna kill them or I'm gonna kill you which is a, a leadership command of his so they get a little bonus on their next thingy All right, next up um yeah you killed that guy okay uh archie you're up uh i think i'll try to back my way out to the door sure you're gonna disengage i'll just keep dragging the body with me sure but if you don't disengage they're gonna get an attack of opportunity oh yeah okay yeah i'll use my bonus action to disengage that okay so you disengage just past ben coom and sidestep with the keeping the body of the old cult why why, sorry 
sorry, why bother disengaging? Why don't you just strike at one of them and then disengage because you're a swashbuckler? That's a good idea. They they will get they're standing adjacent to each other, so that we it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, oh, no. I mean, if you you yeah, only I mean, have you, your well, actually, oh, sorry, that all three of them are next to you. Never mind. You're gonna have to disengage. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you you disengage and and backpedal back to the door, dragging the body with you. As uh, now you're standing right next to Balhazar. All right. Uh, anything else you want to do? That's your bonus. Uh, you still Can't got action. You do. You can. You've got a dagger in your hand, and an old man. <laughs> well, he's already he's dead. dead right? He's dead. Yeah. Uh... Archie, you do notice there's a like the body is twitching. That's nothing unusual, but you do notice there's a strange kind of rhythm to it. Okay. I think I'll sort of uh, get Balhazar. I'll be like sort of just tell him to kind of make his way through the door and we'll try to bottleneck these guys through the door and I'll drop the body in at the door too to kind of make it a little more nice so you you move through the door to make their way through the door as they're trying to get through it might make them a little more of an easier target fair enough so you you do that Belhazar <coughs> can decide what to do in a sec Dermita yeah um... you are base to base with one of them I haven't seen any of this twitching, so I have no clue. Um, you just kill them. You don't look at them after. Yeah. Um, even though, yes, I am base to base with him, I still would be going after my what I perceive as the bigger threat. They're just dressed like regular guards, right? These four? Uh, yeah, the other ones. Well, it's darker chainmail than average, but yeah. Yeah. So my hunter's mark is on him. I am going to try to do him in. All right. Uh, you're going to be disadvantaged on your attack, I believe. Why? Because you're in melee with the guard right in front of you. Yep, those are the rules. Is it? Yeah. yeah. As you try to shoot, he'll try to like basically bash you, bash at you, and in, in a defensive yeah. kind of way. Get... Even though I haven't moved out of, all right. You could That's... move if you want to. Um, you'll get an attack of opportunity unless you disengage. That's why it's good to get right up on your archers. Yep. I'm just sorry. I didn't realize that, so um by the way, this... I... Sorry, yeah just uh yeah, I'll do the disadvantage. Okay. Twenty five. Twenty five still hits. Nicely done. All right. They're 25. Whoa, you both with exact... disadvantage. Yikes. Yes. Those, those, those are rolls. two 15s. Mm. And the mm -hmm. other ones were higher. Yeah. So that's 12, and then my additional 2d6, uh, 22. Oh, that is a vicious shot. Mm -hmm. It's two arrows. Just... Dude's starting to look a bit like Boromir. And I still have a bonus action. Yep. 
Am he is still standing. I don't believe with bonus actions we can take the defensive position, can we? No. No. It's a monk thing. Not unless you're a monk. Um, I will use my movement to back up I, and it, take the opportunity. All right. So you step uh, back. The guy who's been harrying you rolls a 19. So that's going to hit. Yeah. Uh, doesn't do a lot, probably. Uh, that's going to be. I might as well roll it, because why not? It's fun. Oh, not much. <laughs> I rolled a one. I should have gone with the average. All right, you take... Uh, where is it? Hold on. Uh, yeah, you take two damage as he slashes at you with his short sword and just doesn't do a lot with it on the way out. All right. Cool, cool, oh. cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. That's that's fine. It's not going to spend it. Uh, all right. That's your turn. Coming up next, we've got Fenris, then Benkum, then Felice, and then Belzara okay. at the end. Well, I noticed there's fighting going in the room, so I'm going to step on over here. Sure. And I notice fighting going on up in here. Um, notice nasty-looking chainmail guys, so I will cast uh, Firebolt to them. All right, go for it. Or I, uh, I am gonna say that from where you're standing, you're shooting past quite a few allies. Balhasar didn't have to do this because Sacred Flame doesn't. Um, but you were gonna have to roll with uh, disadvantage. Oh, then I'll just I'll hit the first person then. The, um, this. So you're gonna have to still enter the room a little bit more to get up next to Darmida if you want a clear shot. Sure, uh, and I or will there, from do there that. Is fine. Yep. You step over the body of the crumpled uh, old man who is in the doorway and then take your shot. You do not have and disadvantage. I, I, sure, but actually, you know what? Because I'm stepping in, I'm going to shoot the the one that was closest. Okay. The Mook. Yeah, the guy who just swung at Darmida. Yep. 18. Oh, that hits. Okay. 12. Um, he He's staring at Dermita, and then your f f shadowy flame bolt goes, whoosh, whoosh, hits him right in the face. Like, right in the face. He just doo, 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 crumples. Okay. That's my turn. Alright. Next up, Ben Coombe. Your mic is up. Sorry, okay. he's doing Ben Coombe. He's going to come forward into melee. He's got that rage thing happening. He's got that, I guess, um, uh, what are the other things that I did? <laughs> it was just rage and a great, great weapon. weapon. He's Whatever. got three enemies things. on him. So, Yeah. I I have never played a barbarian, so this is hit too hit. horrible. <laughs> Go ahead and um, make two attacks. Uh, who do you want to hit, or two people? Um, I think I will do that that thing where he gets the 
advantage. Oh, reckless. Yeah. Okay. So he just rushes in. That's very Ben Coom. Yeah. So I'm gonna do advantage. And who um, are you gonna attack? There are those the three of them. Um. I. I well, I think he'd probably go for the first one here, huh? Okay, sure. Yeah, he goes after that one. Start. I feel like he would just kind of start picking them off. Yeah, mowing <laughs> right, them yeah. down. Okay. All right. So the first one is. Why is this not rolling with advantage? I. I just roll twice. I, I mean, you're just, you're just rolling a d20, right? Yeah. yeah. All first right. One so hits. seventeen, and yep. then I'll roll. Uh, well, let's see what the damage is. What do 2D6 I roll? Two d six plus six. I think we said last time something like that. Maybe two d two d six plus seven. I'm not sure which. I do see your suggestion in chat there. Thanks very much, Gemini. Yeah, we're just waiting for my turn. Wink. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so that's 14. I rolled shit on oh, that. Oh, that's okay. Because as he comes in and just goes, smashes the guy into the wall, and it's just paste. All right. That guy's done. He'll go to the next dude. Yep. He gets two attacks, right? Yes, he does. So he'll yeah. just close up and smash the next poor bastard. Yeah. Um, come on, you piece of poo-poos. That's a 17 and a 5. So 17 I, does hit. 17 hits? Yep. So I'm going to re-roll that, and that's a 14. Oh, this one he just... The last guy he slammed into the wall, and this time then just straight down. The hammer scraping the relatively low ceiling here, although it's a Goliath, so he's already eight feet tall, plus like four or five feet for the hammer. So, yeah. leaves a gouge in the ceiling and just slams down as the bits of stone rain down on everybody, uh, and just wrecks this dude like caves his skull in, uh, like. <laughs> Like his shoulders are still there, and the head is lower, and the body just crumples to the ground. All right, that's Ben Coom. And I feel like he might finish his movement and go in for the dark chainmail dude. Sure, he is already right up next to him. Oh, okay. The how I'm looking at it, he looks like he's ten feet away. Uh, but... it does kind of look that way, but you know what? I'll just say he sidesteps and gets right up next to him. Oh, yeah, he's blocking his path. Yeah, that feels drool right. from the side of his foaming Ben Kumi mouth. All right, uh, up next, uh, Felice. All right. Yes. The black mists talk to Felice in a broken way. By the way, this is Gemini Twin. Thanks so much. Um, mm -hmm. Black Mist talked to Felice in a broken way with many different languages. You get the gist of what they're saying. More. Not enough. Prison. Phylactery. Reborn. Thank you for speaking with me, spirits. And, and they say one more thing Whatever that you can Gemini do. didn't say. Mm-hmm. Book. Please go to your kin. See if you can calm them or help them. Uh, and I basically want to send the methods to like reconnoiter with the goop. 
Okay. It's not like a mechanical thing that they do. No, no, you know, absolutely. Yeah. So basically they're mopping up behind everybody so you don't have a bunch of zombies behind you. I guess, right, but in a, like, holistic druidy way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not kind in a, like, kill zombies kind of way. It's the, like, actually helping the... Like, help it's those like, spirits like, just um, calm the spirits. It's either calming the spirits or, like, neutralizing the dark energies or whatever it happens to be. It's, it's sort it's of like, very they, much they're like, their own thing, right? They'll do what I pass. tell them to do, but they're their own creatures. They have their own brains. That's fair. They well, absolutely... Um, they absolutely appreciate that because... Death is natural, and oh, yeah. and it does want to pass. So it swarms over to the one guard that was just starting to reanimate a little bit, and it starts to kind of dance, and the the blackish goo kind of gets pulled out of the corpse and dancing in the swirling smoke nice. mist, yeah. and then and so I imagine there's like eight of these dissipates. different methods, and they're like sort of. Yeah, they're moving, swarming around. They're, they're spreading out to like go find the different. Uh, and in fact, this one energy. moves, crawls over, and moves into the body of the, of the, um, uh, kind of twisted old uh, cultist that Archibald had originally grabbed, uh, and start doing that to him as well. All right, cool. Uh, Sarah, I think I'll also maybe walk over just so I can get an, uh, eyes on what's going on over here. Sure. And you know, I just sort of like uh, oh, over yeah. here. Oops, sure. No, that was, that's fine. Uh, um, you're now standing next to Sarah, Archie, and uh, Saskia, yeah, and who I'm is like, busy looking on at. How are you doing over there? <laughs> in total awe and just being like, oh, "It is true." I thought I heard something. Um, you you're see, right. You see these kind of swirling swarm of smoke as uh, as she walks up and almost pets it as she walks <laughs> walks up to it. Yeah. All right. Coming up next. Uh, anything else you want to do? I mean, I did literally nothing that turn so far. Yeah. I, I, it's a free action it, to tell the, the oh, things. Oh, is it a free do. action? I thought it was a bonus. But anyway, you still have an action. I summoned them, and I just tell them what to do. They have their own, Technically, they have their own initiative, but every time I've ever played with when summons, you look, they're just like, don't bother. Felice. <laughs> I guess when, we didn't last time, actually. When you look into this room, you just mm -hmm. get the sense of death and sadness, and you see the crumpled body of a little girl that you had once helped with a splinter upstairs, her oh. father crumpled just behind the man in chainmail. They've been they've been bringing people down from upstairs and killing them in some kind of ritualistic way. You can see yeah. the blood from the father seeping and it almost is drawn almost magnetically towards these green stones in the walls. Yeah, what are these stones? Let me do like a nature check or something. What is that? Uh, that's cool, but it's if you want to cast a spell, you're kind of running low. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. Kind okay. of like, I'm looking at them. Sure, absolutely. Right? Um, um, like, like, yeah, go ahead and roll a nature check. Do 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 do. Twenty-four. Ooh, that's really good. Um, you are druidy after all. Uh, it, yeah. I was gonna say the DC is lower for religion, but it's you got you got there with nature i mean i assumed they were like naturally forming minerals but i could be wrong essentially they are naturally present in certain locations um places they con these kinds of crystals tend to form where the veil is thin but not okay. on a temporary basis like there are spots where the veil is stretched thin on pretty permanent basis and with a little bit of encouragement they can be encouraged to grow and change these particular ones are drawn to death and the shadow and the shadow fell 
in particular. Um, this... That sounds very Arcana-y, but I mean, I literally did make a nature check, so maybe Well, can I... I harvest them for a focus? Uh, what's your... I'm a druid. I know, but druid of what? Of the Underdark. Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah, you can. Cool. I might it'll, do that. It'll take a little <laughs> bit of work. time. Uh, yeah. They are naturally uh, occurring in many places, cool. but they tend to form in regions where this is the case. Um, also, just if it changes anything, I my religion check is the same modifier. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It's pretty much the same. Um, you've been in this region long enough to know that long before the Knights of Pella were here, long before this town was here, um, there were rumors that this region used to be um, the territory of dark powers, uh, possibly Sweet. a necromancer. There were rumors of a necromancer. I mean, it sounds like there might be a lynch. <laughs> Seems <something>. like maybe. <laughs> lynch called Gemini. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that may be canon. <laughs> I'm, I'm not... Well, anyway, we'll see. I don't want to give anything away yet. Uh, All right. Uh, that's your turn. Coming on down, Bell has... Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. Are you there, Bell? Brandon? No, sorry. I, I am. I am. I'm, Muted. <laughs> I was talking for a bit. Um, again, um, I'm not seeing that there's a lot of people who need uh, who need a lot of help. Anybody, any shout-outs? Anybody need some HP? The little girl. I'll take. I got. I'll take ten. <laughs> okay. Um, um, because Darmita mentioned it. Oh no! You got a nat one on your perception check. Do you actually say that, Darmita? I don't think I would. Okay. I'm in the. You're in the heat of, the heat of it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You're raging out. Yeah. Uh, Nobody seems too worse for wear. Um, there's definitely dead bodies or crumpled people. Torch the guy. In there. There is one enemy uh, base to base. I think it's come. more likely that he'd heal Archibald. So uh, I've okay. uh, I've used Cure Wounds. You get 9 HP back. Nice. Yay. Nice. I just, I've got so much. Like, i just got so many healing spells. Yeah, I man. need you uh, to describe it, though. <laughs> like, I need oh, okay. this. Yeah, Deep so, in my sure. soul. <laughs> so, so it, it's almost like... Uh, like the, the wounds, you know what it looks like when paper burns, it just sort of really catches fire and it just sort of like, it's just gone, like it's just ash. So whatever wound appears on him, it, like I just touch it and it's as if it catches fire and it just burns away as if it were just like a piece of paper with a picture of a wound just sitting on him. Just, That's awesome. It was right away. And then it just, um, the ash brushes away and it's just plain unbroken skin. Oh yeah, strong yet, sulfurous smell. Sadly, um, there's nothing you can do for his cumberbund. Ah, actually, I, there's a there's a mending ability that I have. <laughs> I also have a mending spell. Yes. Yeah, so uh, these are the so important things. Only the best cantrips. <laughs> if I could do that as a bonus, <laughs> no, it's a one minute cantrip. All right, it literally takes a whole minute. <laughs> nice. Good so you new. cast. Uh, you've done that. Nice job. Yeah. All right. Up next is uh, them. This guard is like, <sighs> he's gonna turn and run so he turns and starts sprinting this way uh, Dermita can you roll Ben Coombs attack of opportunity 
Yes, I will. Are you allowed to like remaster on that or not? I don't remember if it's because it's a reaction. It doesn't count. I need to go pee. Uh, so that's an eight and a oof. Woof. A two and an eight. That's not going to do it. So this guy. He's still going to go by me. Uh, no, he's running in further into the cave, farther down to the right from your perspective. Okay. Um, and he, and if he didn't great weapon, depending on his AC, that might still hit. Uh, he's got pretty good AC, actually. Yeah. Um, Before I was figuring, it was like, oh, cool. You're going to add six, subtract five. It's about the same as the roll. Don't bother. But with this, you know. No, I, uh, well, what is, let's just go with whatever Darmida's uh, attack bonus is. We'll assume it's about the same. His is ben plus Coombe. seven. Ben Coombe's damage is six. Oh, see the AC. So I looked is, it up. Yeah. AC is 16. So the best he could do is 15 there. So, oh no. S- yeah. 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 He's seven to hit six to damage. Yeah. So that's not going to, not going to do it. So this guy does a double move down and just hauling butt down towards the end of the, the cave there past the two piles of bodies uh the handiwork left behind him as steve stumpy legacy makes a break for it into the darkness all right up next um i don't know if any of you guys are going to be able to catch him so i mean if, if we were moving it like for example if Ben Coombe tried to follow, he obviously could catch up. Oh, right? that's true, actually. Um, ben Coombe Unless could. he takes the... I mean, he could dash, right? He didn't take an action, right? Uh, he did run and then do a dash as well. Right, so, so that would be difficult far. to catch up. Um, unless so. they also dash, in which case you're still not making an attack. All you're doing is procking the um, opportunity every time. But what Ben Coombe could definitely actually just... Ben Coombe um, has crazy movement. Uses chain. Yeah, he has crazy movement. He has a oh, chain. chain. If he had point, hit, yeah. if he had hit, he would have had a chance to stop him with the chain. But um, he's got 15 foot reach. So let's see. Uh, where's that ruler? He has 40 movement normally. He has 40 movement. Oh, presumably the other guy has 60. So that's a 20 foot dif- difference. Yeah. Unless there's like difficult terrain here, which it looks like there might be. Um, um, but Ben Coombe gets case. to. So he'll be a good. 10 feet out of Ben Coombe, but Ben Coombe at the end of the turn will get a, a swing at him. Let's jump to that while everybody else will technically be out of combat at this point. So yeah, roll twice not, for Ben Coombe, please, Darmita. Yeah. Um, I also have not... Darmita has not used her her winged boots. Oh. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And so I can fly if I wanted to. Or I could at least... I wouldn't need to, because I could go up 30 feet. Uh, it's only about a 10, 15 foot ceiling in this place, but... Well, can... no, I could walk 10 to 30, or my 30 feet. Yep. Would I, if I could see him what, from there... I'm going to say you can just make it out, and it's going to be a shot with disadvantage, just because you got Ben Coombe barreling through that <laughs> tiny little gap, too. You got a thread like and use cover rules. <laughs> so... Like, I think I'd be somewhere like there, so I don't know if I would see him. You will... You can maybe get a shot off. Go ahead. Alright, so I'll let... Ben... take that sharpshooter feet. Or, uh... Uh, ben Coombe go first. Sure. Uh, with the chain. Yeah, with the chain. 
Uh, so this is at advantage, yes? Um, if reckless. he goes reckless, sure. Never oh, do I have from a barbarian? Time. Sorry, what was that? Do I have to call that every time? Uh, yeah. The gray weapon or the Probably reckless? doesn't matter in this case because there's not much to hit him, but yeah. Um, so I guess I would. Sure. So you get to roll uh, twice. Take the better. All his shit that he can do. Yeah, I mean. Whatever that means. Uh, so that's a 16 and a 7. So I think the 16 will hit. Uh, yes, it does. Just. And I will do his second attack. Oh, his roll 16. Yeah, you got him. Uh, he rolled a 15 and an 18. So two attacks. Not that this will have implications on his character, but there are abilities of that chain if you want to risk them. It does require a willpower save, or wisdom save. Yeah, I know. But it could stop uh, him. I, I, I can hold him. Die. Know that he can hold something. Hmm? If I he, think he would use it, though, if we're, trying to, if we're trying to play the character as opposed to just make tactical choices. I think he would use it. I think he probably he, would as well. Do you want to spend one point, two points, or three points? Oh, boy. Um, it well, what? How many points does it cost to hold him? One is uh, grapple. Grapple, two is restrained. which stops him from running. Two is restrained, yeah. so he'd be at disadvantage on any attacks, etc. Three, the chain comes alive and tries to kill the thing for him. It's basically a flying sword. I say one. My vote's one. The last time I played it, I did one because I don't feel I should be taking risks with somebody else's character. That's fair. Um, also, I you feel... only need him to not get away. Would yeah, do exactly, yeah. But I don't have the comfort level to do that, so I'm just going to go with one point. Sure. So I will go to with my advantage. With the hit, that is an automatic grapple. Boom. You spend one point, and I need a wisdom save. His wisdom was pretty good, if I remember, like 16. Can so. I roll my... I think it's plus four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he failed the last time. Um... So, can I roll the damage first, though, before I do? Sure. 2D, okay, so... 2d6, please. Uh, it's actually 4d6 plus 14, because I hit him twice. Oh, okay. So I'll just do all the damage at once. Oh, he just whips him. Just whips him. Oh. 32. Oh, that is just vicious. It's like Ben Coombs have fun with this. He's just like, <laughs> and that chain is just arcing and just flaying that the does skin. does remind me. I didn't do it before, and now it feels kind of maybe wrong since Trent's not here and I can't run it by him, but I, I do really want to spend a plot point to have, like, weird infernal signs start to appear on him. Like, like just the smallest tiny little horns start breaking the skin on his head and stuff like that. Absolutely. And also, it, it makes sense because he does have a hat of disguise so when he's not concentrating these things just kind of happen. Um, he failed. The smallest little Zabraki horns. Um, yeah. So, Jarmita, you were saying. Um, yeah. I don't know what his modifiers are for wisdom saves. Um, yeah, I couldn't find an example. I think it's a plus six. Back. Okay, so he got a 12. How would it be that high? I'm trying to figure this out. I think it's proficient? Maybe not. I mean, the barbarians usually aren't, right? It's like strength oh, and con, I would imagine. 
So he would not be proficient. So I think so it's only a plus. I'd be surprised four, if three he took or four. That. So uh, he'll be less yeah. than ten. Uh, he needed yeah. a thirteen anyway. So he failed. That's his second fail of the day. I mean, his sheet is in the thing. You could literally look at it. I could. Um. <laughs> but this is more fun. That's his you could second... literally just roll all of these attacks with macros this whole time. <laughs> I don't know that he's actually entered his sheet. It's all he? set up. <laughs> oh, did he? I think so. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's all there. The rolls, yeah. He's yeah, got yeah, the yeah. like API and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got it here. <laughs> so, but he's still alive. Wisdom um, save is uh, not great. <laughs> it's only a plus one, so he he rolled. Yeah, that was like he's just he's just rolled really well consistently. So we've like joked about him being really wise. Yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, yeah, there's he no got a way. seven. He just failed. That's the second one of the day that's keep track of that uh-huh. all right this guy the, the man who is fleeing is literally whipped into flayed pieces the chain comes all you fire. guys see are like him lashing with this chain that seems to arc and almost with its own will and at one point he pulls it back and you see a limb like a leg just ripped off and like did anyone else follow uh or not uh sorry sorry darcy i can't hear him sorry so yeah that guy is done for for some reason um oh there we go so he is finished ben coom stopped him as he was trying to crawl towards this pile of bodies in the corner okay we are out of combat all the enemies seem to have been slain you're in a room adjacent to a room filled with dead bodies. So no one else like ran down to chase down that guy. Did anyone else does anyone else think they like saw that happen or not? I don't think, um, I, don't think I did. We all, uh, we definitely saw it happen. Yeah, was, I think the most of you I mean, would it's have, pretty far out. It's like right us. in front of um, our face. It's what, way it's around like this corner. What are you talking about? There's a lot of like Anyway, um, but Ben Coom is not a subtle person, so there's nothing subtle about it. And forty uh, feet away from you, I mean, if we're here, where we are now, where we previously were, we clearly wouldn't have had lines. No, so sure, but, I'm assuming. But we we preempted time. initiative, though. Like yeah. for example, oh, yeah, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, right, instead so, of just saying that we didn't have yeah. time to see. You it. guys definitely um, saw the, check out this the rock, destruction. Though. Yeah, you go up and take a little piece, and it thrums yeah. with a, a a sense of power under your touch. Awesome. The kind of natural power that it can be imbued, and if properly handled, can be used for good or for bad. All right. I run over to the little girl. Sure, you're standing right next to her, actually. So you look down, you see oh, her. I just ran over. Oh, okay, sorry. Like, yeah, I didn't know. I was that. by Ben. Yeah. But while you were talking, I ran over to her. Sure. Because I'm worried about, like, I want to see. Um, she lays on the ground in front of you. Her throat's she's... slashed. Okay. Um, she's very, very pale. Does not seem to be moving. Is she warm? She is still warm. I do a second level or first. Well, it's weird because of how blood or uh rangers are mm-hmm. i do a first level cure wounds on um, her 
normally I'd be mean and make you burn the spell slot for next session, but you look at her and you've seen enough death. You know that healing magic alone is not going to be enough. Something like Revivify would. It's been recent enough. It's within the minute or so. Valuzura, can you revive her? I've got that. Cleric, and I'm like, save her. Oh, just let me check my book. (laughs) I'm sure I have. There's a big diamond, and I wonder if these crystals would work. Mm, Probably not. Hmm. (laughs) Do I need Do I need a massive diamond for this? You need a massive diamond, like 500, maybe only 100, but I think it's like 500 or something. It's it's a third level spell. Um, you. You guys have I had assumed a she was just straight up dead when you described it to me before. That's why I didn't. She react. had been very recently. No, I didn't realize. Dropped. It's still within time. Um, does anyone have any treasure they want to contribute to this? Or I will. Point? How much do we need? I mean, it needs to actually be a diamond. You can't just convert money into it, right? Like, right. The diamonds. Diamonds worth three hundred GP. I've always had GMs say if you've got the GP. It, it depends on the situation, right? Like if you just showed up and you're like, cool, I haven't decided on my like starting gear, then sure. Mm-hmm. I'd say you wouldn't be walking around with one. You guys, you're not the cleric. But we is in prison. And found enough things. We you might have, have had quite a bit of loot. Yeah. Well, um, we let's we the bodies and see if anyone has a diamond. That's quickly. I'm going to quickly start searching bodies to see if there's a diamond lying around. Like the castle. multiple diamonds. Even like a handful of uh, small diamonds. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't know about that. I'll check all of my belongings and I'll I'll start feverishly checking for. Sure, I'm gonna get anyone who wants to be searching for a diamond or finding one. Like I'll search the caster guy. To, uh, go to work in the morning. That's cool. That's cool, man. Uh, well, I, I know you guys might be wrapping up pretty soon. Archie. Uh, you've been rolling rich, rolling deep in a fancy wagon for a while. If you want, I'm just saying, there are plot points. Uh, okay, I'll use a plot point to say that there was, uh, you know, uh, a case of jewelry in the back filled with women's jewelry. You're, you're wearing a few of the rings, they're beautiful. That, I believe that. I don't and, know if uh, I believe that Archie would give them, though. <laughs> it's up to you, man. Of course I will give them. I'm not a monster. You pull off okay. a ring, walk forward, and pass it to Balthasar. Okay. In that case, I um, I pop it into my mouth like a like a, there will like be a many raisin. And I just go crunch, crunch, crunch. And then that gives me the, the, the swift energy I need to uh, to cast this spell, which, like all my other spells, looks like hell is opening up and there are just flames leaping. And I and I say, spare this innocent one. She is much too good for this world and and don't take her soul so so soon. And then, you know, the flames, they leap. And, uh, you know, it looks, all looks very demonic, but in fact, it, it's pretty good. And uh, I'm going to leave it to the 
DM to tell us what happens. All right, so Balthazar, as you crunch this diamond in your teeth, normally it would be enough to, you know, wreck you. The diamond shatters, and it you breathe out, and pfft, this mist of diamond dust coalesces around a form directly in front of you. It looks like it just came out of the side, and just pfft, it's almost like you sneezed and you hit something, and it became visible, pfft, and sparkling in diamond for a second, and then. Pfft, an imp is hovering in the air of just a foot in front of your face and it looks at you and says you are interesting it's not my usual but I'll do what I can and it leaps down on the little girl and starts clawing over it and and, and leaving little flame trails sort of like you're healing um and you put your hands on her as well, and there's a flash of smoke and sulfur, and between the two of you, the wounds on the little girl's neck close, or burn away, leaving this sooty, blackened mark permanently across her neck. And then... She takes a deep breath in. Her body shudders. At this point, the imp looks up at Balthasar and says, Huh, you're an interesting one. I may have a deal for you later. But more on that later. My name, Zeet. What do they call you? Is he saying this to me? He's saying this to Balthazar. <laughs> I am Balazur Zid. Ah. And I'm assuming you said that in Infernal? Oh, yeah. Uh, it bows deeply. It says, It is nice to meet one who is civilized. Okay. You've fallen in with an interesting group. They are playing coy with me. But perhaps, perhaps we can help each other. I am the most helpful. I am always very honest. Good. <laughs> it is so good to meet you. <laughs> um, without going into too much detail... He starts to speak to you in Infernal, other people quietly, and he kind of flutters up and perches on your shoulder. He's kind of, he's not quite small, but not not tiny, somewhere between, pretty small, small enough to get up on your arm anyway, uh, wow. and cling there. Uh, and if you let him, he's going to hang out with you now, uh, and he's going to make you an offer. Can I butt in for a second? Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I was intending to uh, do some stuff with some with Zeed. Not not a big thing. Spend a plot okay. point. Okay. Um. So I think at this point, like, you we know, don't I'm, have to I'm, go I'm down near that, that scenario. Point yeah, right? you're right next to. Yeah. Um. I, I like turn away from this crystal that I'm trying to like working at, and I and I see um. You know this 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 imp that has re What's the word? I don't know. Recoalesce. That's the word I was going for. And. Are you actually proposing this is the same Zeet? 
Um, yeah, yeah absolutely. I was thinking maybe it wasn't because it's like the no, spirit no, and the No, no, mentioned this, but it dovetails so nicely that the imp has basically been trailing you, Felice, and then saw this yeah. wonderful tiefling who is mm-hmm. like, oh, I was, so I was much planning on throwing my own plot point down at any given time for just basically that exact same thing to happen. Nice, thank um, you, Yalfin. But I want to add my own seen. little detail, um, Please which do. is that we see that they're wearing this oversized purple hat. Uh, or oversized for them. Nice. And I turn and I go, that's my hat! <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't reach it because it's too high. And I'm a little gnome. It and looks down like, and, oh, and give it, back. <laughs> it takes it off and holds it and then pulls it back and says, what will you give me for it? Be gone, creature. Give me my hat. <laughs> just like arguing. No, no trade, no hat. And it puts your hat back on. But your hat is with you. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the imp turns and Yelfin mentioned and starts um, uh, whispering in infernal uh, proper yet crude jokes and observations to primarily Balthasar. Your imp friend is back with you. Archibald, you were going to say something? Yeah, I'm just going to say that. I'm going to say goodnight, guys, because I have to work in the morning. No problem. Yeah, I me do too. too, actually. I'll catch so up on this might be a good point to pause. Goodbye, internet. Thanks for playing, Jay. Bye. Take care, guys. Take care, guys. See you later. This is gonna make all the all the cameras all crunchy. So just one sec. It is. Um, in terms of, eh, oh, yeah, somewhat manageable. Okay. Uh, um, but bye, Brandon. <laughs> I just didn't realize. Oh, did Brandon go too? Yeah. yeah he said he had to work as yeah, well oh, tomorrow. Fair. Yeah, I just didn't realize he was actually signing off. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, so, Balthazar, tell him to give me my hat. <laughs> so I was going to say this is well, actually a pretty good pause point. It's great, yeah. Except you do notice one thing as you go sifting through, a couple of things actually. Number one, uh, this guy that Ben Coombe had whipped and lashed and pulled back had been running towards a grate in the floor, on the far left side. The piles of bodies, their blood draining in that direction of the floor and pooling and seeping down through this extremely large, almost 10 foot wide grate. There doesn't seem to be any other way out of this floor except down. We're going into this room? I thought we were going the other direction. Okay. I mean, it um, all loops around, but we don't know that. Well, yeah. Um, With a quick investigation after a couple of seconds, um, Ben Coombe kind of checks the door, notices, oh, that just goes around. Archie checks the other way and notices that the cave is a dead end. There's a lot of dead bodies hanging around in this room, some of which are ominously twitching. Looks like there's only one way out. And I look down and they graded the blood. Mm. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have contacted the spirits. I was going to create a passage for us. What did the spirits say? I, they're dealing with the uh, necromatic energies that have seeped this place. This place is steeped in? You know what I mean. So Saskia and Sarah Telborn, uh, between the two of them, are literally helping the little girl, uh, kind of pulling her along with them. She's able to stumble and walk. Uh, she doesn't, she's not able to speak. It seems like the vocal cords were badly damaged. Um, what about her father? Is is been dead longer than her, and you don't have enough diamonds. Okay. He is gone. 
But you and... saved the little girl. Okay. Um, and when you were talking, I think it was you, Felice, who was looking at the green. Mm -hmm. I got myself a big chunk of green gem. I think I might need to take some time to actually... Uh... Who say that like did you say anything out loud to the rest of us like, i probably muttered i i'm i'm pretty uh verbose yeah verbose is a good choice of words um uh, oh this will be very useful i've been trying to find something to help me focus the energies and it's funny uh, as, a, as a as a player i realized today you have a like component pouch <laughs> Like, Darmita has a component pouch. Oh, like an extra. Rage just can't use focus. <laughs> Rage just can't use foci. So, so she has to. <laughs> Which is really funny. I didn't realize it until just, like, an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. But also, I wouldn't have seen you ever cast anything no. except for X, which doesn't use component, or mm. Hunter's Mark, which doesn't use components, so. A lot of my stuff doesn't. Yeah, it's really just for the uh, passive trays. Yeah. Which, uh... So... Yeah, so I'll grab some of the green rock. Okay. Yeah, you both well. take a chip of, of green rock, no problem. Cool. Just trying to move cameras around a little bit. Um, anything else anybody wants to do? There was nothing on the red robe mage. Is there anything? Um, you could go ahead and loot, sure. Uh, but keep in mind, you hear the sounds of clamoring and a little bit of shouting from behind you in the yeah hall. i think i was doing that when everyone was doing everything else sure it, take, it took a few minutes to yeah i still have the keys from the guard just in case uh go ahead and do a investigation check guard yeah not good seven yeah unfortunately other than the yeah, obvious weapons it. they were carrying and you're, it's fun you were did dig through a few of the bodies most of them have been looted uh, there is a small stack of of coins, probably a, probably about a hundred gold coins between all the pouches of the dead guards okay. and the dead bodies piled high in the room. And otherwise, it this is a gore fest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would just quickly yell to um, Bel Belhuzar. Yeah or whatever you say and say grab some weapons let's get out of here sure he can take a moment to take some chain mail or shields or any of that stuff and gear up uh, he's a cleric so he'll, he'll be medium armor probably so I'm going to say that's yeah he yeah, takes a few I, seconds I think like get the, the full on heavy but I could be wrong I yeah. have to double check oh right because he's uh, of the light or something yeah yeah. I say, uh, Ben Coom, can you open the grate? He cracks his knuckles and looks down. This reddish glow in his eyes. He's like, yeah, I can. Uh, Archie, you do notice that it's, uh, Archie, he's not here. Uh, it is locked. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's to, he goes to open it up. And, and Ben Coom doesn't wait and breaks it open anyway. Yeah. Ben bars lift gates. Yep. <laughs> Uh, he um, opens it up. The cave uh, it drops down. It is worked stone. It's down below, and a little flicker of light from below, and voices behind you in the hall as guards start to pile down onto this level as well. 
Okay, I got a couple of questions. Um, sure. My smoke methods, they, they've done everything they needed to do with the bodies and necromantic Um, belongings. Actually, they go um, swirling way around the bodies in the piles and just mm -hmm. start swarming around it, almost like still gnats. doing stuff there? There's okay. so many. So I want to like ask them some questions before we leave them here. Sure. Because um, I'll let them do their thing, right? Sure. Um, But I want to... So let's see. Da, 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 da. This goes over there. Um, and I'm saying... All right, good work. Um, before before I leave you, can you tell me uh, what is the source of this necromatic energy? You said something about the phylactery. Long ago, this was necromancer. Hold on, I have a name. Gothogtak. Long dead. Could you repeat that? <laughs> Garthok Tack. Long dead. Old ruins of a cult leader. Many dark relics. And a bright stone where he waits. Locked. But his many tools used by these and they indicate the crumpled corpse of the uh, red-robed mage these and like them use the tools of the necromancer to pry at the edges of the world is, is their phylactery close is the uh, sorry is it the cause is the phylactery close? Is the phylactery close? Deeply buried long ago. But the books and the tools unearthed here, the eyes, men and women, use them. Thank you. You're doing good work. I'll have to leave you now. Uh, cool. Yeah. And in your time, find rest. Cool. I should say, not that it super matters because we're we're doing this uh, suggestion-based, broken language, multi thing. Mm -hmm. um, I did decide that I might had an extra language I didn't know what to do with, so I did take Primordial, because I wanted Elementals to be nice. sort of a main thing for the Absolutely. character. Absolutely, that would have been yeah. very primordial -y. I mean, other yeah. stuff, too. And yeah, totally. just want to uh, mention, while you're while you're saying, uh, thanks very much, Yaofan, if you're still there, and Gemini, and all the other people making suggestions in chat, and all the people watching after the fact, um, and Gemini left us with a little... Uh, a very high perception check here, which I don't think any of you have high passive. Yeah. I do. Yeah, okay. we, we do. Go I, ahead I, and pretty roll. Amazing, but... Go ahead and roll to see if you can hear anything down the grate after the big Ben Coom has muscled it open. May I? I also have a 15 passive. So... Yeah, I have a 15 passive, so... Just because I've been rolling bad doesn't mean I don't have a good bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got a 16. That's pretty good. I got a 12. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, um, this time, but all the other times. So I mean, hear, I could use a luck point, but I won't. You hear, can, I, uh, 
do it? Yeah, yeah, anybody who's in that room. Oh, okay. We don't have to have a high passive to do it. No, no. no. I was just checking to see if anybody's passive would be enough. No, it's not. So you got to roll for it. Oh, I see. It's like a 20 or something. Perception. Hey, 20 or something. Hey, 20. (laughs) That's a nat 19. You're listening extremely closely, but Darmida, and it's almost like you tune out for a moment. And this voice comes to you on the echoes in the hall. An old song. Damn it. And, but the rest of you can just make out something. This is not just in your head. You can actually hear something. And it sounds vaguely like this. By the way, that music did that by itself. I didn't click anything. This is now the theme. Nice. Okay, here it goes. It goes something like, When the night is near and you are afraid, please call on me. You, with a nat, tw- uh, with a 20, it was a 19. You remember a woman singing this to you. It's a really old memory. You might have been four. It was dark. You were by the campfire. You remember playing with your father that day. And this woman, it's just a faint memory. And you feel this, you look down and the feather you keep around your neck falls off of your necklace and down through the open gate, fluttering down into the darkness below. And that is where we're going to call the night. All right. All right, thanks, yes. <laughs> I okay. love it when, uh, when things just kind of come together. And thanks so much for making that happen, Internet, and all the players. You guys are so fun to play with every week. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Yeah. I guess we're going to wrap it up there and, and meet again next week. Um, anybody who wants to make a suggestion for the title, let's do that. Um, because we do titles suggestions. So anybody in chat can make a suggestion or, or the players who are still here can make a suggestion for a, tonight's episode title. Uh, last week's was one buy one firewall, get one free. We need an episode 16. We're going to have to um, wait for a few seconds. Anybody? Um, I feel like it needs to be something with this last room. And like, oh, please come up with something better than the one that just popped into my head, which is everything's great. <laughs> I didn't. I do enjoy that style of humor. <laughs> like, oh, Yaufen yeah. made a good one. Uh, he says, uh, yeah. whips and whips 
and chains and imps. Oh my. <laughs> I love it. What do you guys think? It's good. I mean, that makes me think of a different thing, but you know. Yeah, whatever. yeah, it sounds a little, <laughs> sounds a little kinkier than uh, what we'd end up doing. I was thinking something like Room of Morbidity or something, but yeah, yeah. Whips and Chains and Imps, oh my. Sub subtitle will be Whispers from the Great Beyond. <laughs> mm. All right, thanks very much, Yelfam. We'll uh, we'll throw that in, and thanks very much, guys, for playing. That was a fun fun time. We'll see you guys in a yeah. in a week, and we'll do a recap if anybody wants to hang around and chat. But we'll let the listeners go to bed. Uh, thanks so much, and uh, yeah, good game, guys. We'll, we'll see you uh, soon. Always great, Todd. Oh, thanks, man, and uh, lots of fun. And I feel like we don't say that often enough. Well, yeah, okay. thanks, Maybe Todd. Maybe that's just me. Well, I feel I like that. Gordon and uh, Bella are usually pretty good at. It. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, and uh, I wanted to, they're gone now, but I wanted to say thanks to Brendan for coming out and joining us. I'm not sure if that's going to be a regular thing or whether he, but we'll see, and uh, always good to have Jay out, and uh, always good to have everybody here. Thanks so much, Darcy and, and Gordon and, and Bella. And next time, hopefully we've got some more uh, Trent and uh, maybe even Levi, the mysterious Levi. Have a good night, mysterious. everybody. And, oh, don't forget to submit for that draw. And, Darcy, if you've got people submitting for you, just let me know, and I'll put names in a hat, and we'll draw some names. Oh, I should sit over here. I mean, can't see me. you were added as well. It wasn't just me. I just only know about it because I was added specifically. Oh, um, see, I should follow Please, do at me on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Boy, uh, T-H-E-B-O-I-D. Yeah, and check us out on Instagram as well <laughs> if you want to jump in on that. And Follow win, me on Twitter! <laughs> win yourself some fancy dice. Gemini, I know you said you didn't want to try Shadowrun 6, but um, the, the stuff in this box set is worth it alone. It's got maps and cards and some fancy dice. So that's our giveaway. So uh, mostly I just want this thing... Mostly I just want this thing away from my desk because I have a very limited amount of space here. <laughs> but, and you know feel free not to apply because you know oh yeah then then bella can get it <laughs> i mean i i i like that box set i just never did it because you know we're players you know what sure. i feel like at this point people have had a lot of time so i'd open it up to players plus honestly honestly normally it's like oh they're at the table they shouldn't but we're not at the table you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> for Bella to get it. <laughs> yeah, Yelfin. All right, Yelfin. If if you submit, you know, a thing, you can have yours be. Yeah, we'll do for two Bella. votes for Bella. Give her an extra vote, but you got to actually submit the thing. I want to hear you say over the status of the If you get a crown of if you know. If you do that, I give you love. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much for watching, everybody, and uh, for listening to us. Shout out to all the people listening and watching and supporting. Don't forget, if you got a uh, Twitch Prime uh, sub that's just sitting there doing nothing, please subscribe. It's always appreciated. And uh, follow and, uh, you know, do the things. And most importantly, have a safe, healthy week. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you next week. You've been listening to SideQuest Live.
Thanks so much for tuning in. We try to record all of our games as much as possible, whether that's Dungeons & Dragons or Shadowrun or another tabletop role-playing game. Just a quick side note about all the licenses and copyrights involved. Our music is all Creative Commons attribution music on our live stream video feed or YouTube replay or Twitch VOD. We always attribute each individual artist, so be sure to check out those individual artist attributions. Lots of love to so many people who make their work available so that we can do what we do. So thank you. It influences our game. It makes it immeasurably better. So, so much appreciation for them. Let's not forget the makers of the games. Dungeons and Dragons is copywritten by Wizards of the Coast. They own it. They make it available to all of us to play, and it's wonderful. We are in no way affiliated with them, and nor do they endorse this podcast, but we are very appreciative. The other game we often play is Shadowrun, which is Catalyst Games, and again, we are not affiliated with them, and they do not endorse us, but we really appreciate their game, and we hope you appreciate our game. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitch and YouTube, and watch for those live games once we're streaming them out. And of course, we do accept suggestions for names, so please hit us up on Instagram and name our stuff. All right, thanks so much. I'm Todd, and this has been SideQuest Live. We'll see you again soon.